0: Welcome to the fourth episode of the SWW show. Um, Coming out a little later than we had hoped, solely because of I guess a VLC took a shit and didn't want to convert a file properly.
1: So um, it is the new hashtag we're using for this episode is called #FireAJ, but fire is spelled the German way with the TH. With the TH? Is that what Yeah, what's your point? T H I O E. fire
0: T-H, no, it's uh, <laughs> F-E-U-E-R <laughs> Fire?
1: F-E-U-R You know way it Seems acceptable to me, really it's up to The audience to decide Um.
0: But yeah, so This episode was supposed to go out the day We were recording it
1: when We had a great episode. Someone got naked in there. We
0: we actually had a time. really great episode. The thing of it is, we took like a forty-five minute tangent
1: <laughs> <laughs> on um, directors.
0: Yeah, on directors, and I mean, I we could go down that tangent. I oh, like can't. It
1: was natural. The issue is the tangent it, was natural. You it, can't it force be, a tangent. It would
0: be forced. No. It, the way we had it just flowed properly. <laughs> um, God. But the good news is, in the time that has passed, uh, my.
1: Shit <sighs> the fan? Whatever
0: I had has cleared up, pretty
1: much. That's true, no one got here a cold AJ. Yeah. No, just cold hearted AJ is here back.
0: No, it's just cold hearted me. Just, you know. <laughs> um, Doing right. Yeah, so. I guess let's kick it off with stuff we've
1: watched okay um you want to start with watched
0: yeah let's let's go with stuff we watched because um we'll kind of tie in stuff we played maybe a little bit later
1: what have i watched then i know we talked about this um so that, that was it it was uh they'll miss me when i'm dead which was the bio? Which was the documentary on Orson Welles?
0: Was it a documentary or was it a
1: biopic? It was a documentary because it was definitely not a biopic. It was even it was narrated by some British guy.
0: Okay.
1: No, it was a straight documentary. He's dead. It's not. It was. Oh yeah. Okay, also, it's using like footage and like talking about okay. him. It's not well, like you a story a of
0: biopic it. of somebody
1: that's dead. No, but I know I've caught myself. but no, it's straight. Like for sure, this is a documentary. Okay. Cause it's, and half of it is about the making of the movie in which Netflix then finished, which was, um... Whatever it was. I you know, I'm about. But yeah. It was really interesting. Um, Orson Welles is straight batshit crazy. Which I don't know if I realized.
0: I mean, you kind of had to be to be a director. Early Anytime. Of, I mean, you hear stories of, like... Uh, Um, Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick. Yeah yeah. I was trying to remember which one it was.
1: <laughs> All crazy, it's fine.
0: Well Kubrick was like afraid to travel. Okay. So every movie he ever shot, the stuff he shot was mm-hmm. within like thirty miles of his house.
1: So then would they just not film outside of his house or they get like directors for different scenes?
0: Well you would have like, you know, the first A D, the second A D, like when they filmed Apocalypse Now Right, they did
1: the, um... See, I always forget that's Kubrick because I tie it to, uh, um, Ford Coppola.
0: Oh, shit, right. Full Metal Jacket. I keep- I uh, those
1: uh, two- Why did you get those confused?
0: The number of times you get Full Metal Jacket and (laughs) Apocalypse Now confused is
1: surprising. (laughs) I don't even understand how you do that.
0: Well, because they're, like, unless I've seen them both recently- Like, they're kind of easy, because they're the exact same topic, right? It's the Vietnam War.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. No.
0: They both kind of, I'm not going to say they follow the same path, but they're both kind of that same, like, it's kind of a redemption story for the Mm -hmm. one, and they've got the wacky villain. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, Full Metal Jacket. Full
1: full Metal jacket. Jacket. There you go. Not
0: apocalypse now. No. And I think the reason I tie apocalypse now to Kubrick is that's just a title that
1: fits his style. i would give you that one. It totally. But I think he's was totally like they have similar styles. Is what it is also.
0: Yeah. Um, Full Metal Jacket, like the uh, the scene where they're going through the bombed out uh, city, Mm-hmm. and they encounter the child sniper and all that. They shot that in the UK. So they had to build up these structures and all that. Although I think they said they filmed a lot of it on a um, an old factory. Okay. That had been bombed, so a lot of that rubble was already there.
1: Of course. So they didn't they have to do a lot of way. that, but
0: they had to do, like, the palm trees and stuff like that. Um, okay. So, yeah, you start thinking about, like, okay, his movies. And, you know, you got to picture yourself... How would he have done this without traveling?
1: That's, when you say that instant. that's my instant thought. I go, like, how do you do, because the thing is, that a lot of Kubrick's movies, like, you could have. Like, and that's what's interesting about him, because, like, stuff like, what's a giant Kubrick movie? Um, God, what, what am I thinking of? Um, well,
0: one flew over, and then
1: he did The Shining, uh, right? Yeah, The sh- Shining in my head was what I was things, because Shining takes place in a relatively small area. For example.
0: Right, so like anything that takes place in an
1: in And one flu you could have just done in the city of London. Like that's yeah. not super hard to keep in a town from a logistical point of view.
0: Right, and then you just have, you know, an AD or something like that go do the on location directing.
1: Yeah. See, that's when we, we say this and I go, no, he has very much like set PC movies where that might work. And I wonder if that's almost on purpose.
0: But it's just incredible the settings that they can make in the UK, given it's.
1: It's the UK. And I know, no one likes the UK, I agree.
0: Well, no, it's got the. <laughs> it's, it's seriously got, like, the perfect climate, right? Like, it's usually mild temperatures. Mm hmm. So even if they had to plant real palm trees,
1: they could the live for a temp- small amount of time. They could have time.
0: lived for a little while. Mm hmm. Like, it's not like, you know, shooting a a movie in Michigan or in Illinois, like, having to put those palm trees there, they would last for like five days, if that. You're right,
1: the car factories would get in the way. You're right, I understand. Well,
0: it's not the car factories.
1: <laughs> it's Michigan, I just assume everything's either a car factory or, uh, hipsters.
0: You know, it's- it's funny, you look at this. the state of Michigan can be split up into like three regions.
1: So the hipster region? Well, the three, car factory region? <laughs> okay
0: you've got the the hipster population that's centered in uh grand rapids and there's also a hipster population in detroit
1: really i would not picture detroit
0: well okay so let me put it this way right 10 years ago detroit went bankrupt
1: right right right. everyone knows what that. helps hipsters poor people
0: poor people and super cheap real estate
1: And a lot of coffee shops.
0: Yeah, there are a shit ton of coffee shops. So when you could buy entire city blocks for literal, you know, hundreds of dollars, Mm -hmm. then these people went into Detroit and were like, well, fuck it. You know, if if nothing happens, we're out like 50 grand instead of, you know, 200 grand. Right. So it wasn't that big of a deal. Plus, the state was trying to get um, the city... Obviously, back on his feet, mm-hmm. and you know, so there's a lot of there's a huge hipster population in Detroit. In fact, parts of Detroit are gentrifying in a way that is even more severe than the um, like the Dearborns or the Pontiacs, like the small town, the suburbs mm-hmm. that were built specifically for the auto workers. Okay, um, you know those obviously gentrified while the auto industry was booming. So that dro- that had to drive, you know. You see, Detroit is kind of this inverse city, right? Like, all the wealth is outside of the city. There's, mm. you know, from the outside looking in, there's no wealth in Detroit. But now it's kind of reverse that, so it's pushing. You know the the population that can no longer afford to live in detroit so they either go homeless in the city or they have to live in this you know smaller and smaller barrier zone between the city and the suburbs and that's just getting like i said smaller and smaller so it's getting in some parts of detroit it's very hard to find like a cheap place anymore so you've got the hipster populations you've got what I would call the like the typical Michigander Mm -hmm. which is like the area north between the Grand Rapids influence and the Detroit influence and then north to like we'll say there's also a hipster population in Traverse City but that's a seasonal population um we'll say like the normal Michigander goes to about Bel Air which is a little bit north of Traverse City. Mm-hmm. And that's just like, you know, the people you think about when you think of like old like old style Michiganers, right? So hardworking, you know, nice people. They'll, you know, give you a hand if you need it. They'll help you out with stuff. But they're also not like super well off. Like they are working to live. And that's how they get by. Usually, on a farm or something like that. Then you have the
1: Upers. The Upers. The Upers. I know the Upers. <laughs> Species. Oh.
0: And you know they're just hardy people. Like, like I would probably fit in fairly well with them because I do fairly well at the cold. Um, it doesn't mm-hmm. affect me that much. And they just. Survive.
1: <laughs> There's no ability to put them. Yeah. They just survive.
0: So we've got the youpers, we've got the hipsters, we've got the northern, you know, the normal Michiganers, and then we've got the rednecks.
2: <sighs>
0: and the rednecks are in the stretch. It's not. It's not a very tall stretch. Um,
1: They're usually about five foot two. <laughs> no,
0: it's it's like forty from the state line from the southern state line north probably 50 miles at the most for most of the state and then it kind of flares up by lake michigan to get kind of like Mm -hmm. south haven area um and then it goes kind of southern detroit in the irish hills area and that's just that's the good old boys
1: the good old boys how much you how much you think it's the lake trailer park boys
0: um I know it's a lot like Trailer Park Boys.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So, it's... You know, that that redneck area gets... (laughs) It can be pretty fun. (laughs) I gotta give it to them. They can throw a hell of a party.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah. Nice, nice. I'm glad we went to the depth of Michigan. Um... Oh yeah, the other thing was um, that I saw WWE Raw Live uh, last week. Which was a hoot and a half. Uh, the, the thing was, the show, which I still don't like, is that Boy- Baron Corbin is the general manager of Raw. So, Baron-
0: I have a serious yeah? question. Is this your first live show? For wrestling? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I've seen both brands.
1: See, okay, and and we thought about this. Uh, the the thing with SmackDown is I, I don't want to get jipped the hour of entertainment.
0: Uh, you don't normally.
1: But you do because like you're missing an hour.
0: Well, uh, well, you're missing an hour, but they also do dark matches at the end of
1: the night. Yeah, but like, let's both be honest. At the end, of, you know, the dark match is just a thing that doesn't matter, like.
0: Well, but the thing, so the thing of it is, when I saw SmackDown and Grand Rapids, that they had two dark matches after the show. Mm-hmm. One was Dean Ambrose and.
1: Oh, focus! Okay, this was a while ago. <laughs> I
0: forget. Yeah, this is.
1: Was... When you said Dean Ambrose and SmackDown, I went what?
0: <laughs> well, okay, so this was the last SmackDown before the first of the new brand splits.
1: Okay. So twenty fifteen. Sure. I think that's when they split.
0: Um. So it was, well, and then everybody travels to the shows. Hmm. So like the dark matches, you know, a SmackDown dark match could be. Um. I'm just thinking of two Raw performers it could be Lesnar versus... Like. I don't know, uh, Drew McIntyre or
1: something like that. Oh, so our dark match was, um, uh, six, it was a three-on-three women's match.
0: Nice.
1: And it was, um, a horrible team was Nia Jax. Oh, God. And, uh, her sidekick, whatever her name is. Oh, uh, the
0: Snooka
1: daughter? Yeah, the one that kind of looks like her. Tamina. Yeah, Tamina, and I think one of the people from Riot Squad. The ugly one, Ruby Riot. And then the the good side was uh, Ronda Rousey. Okay. Um. Obviously, if you have Ronda Rousey, you have Intellia.
0: So, hold on, wait. They did this match.
1: This was the dark match.
0: Yeah, I know, but they did this match on TV, I think, this past week.
1: Oh, then when they, what, why have they done this on TV, though? Was maybe I saw a test of it?
0: Because there's, on the WWE YouTube channel,
1: mm. <clears throat>
0: excuse me, the Raw recap has... Uh, the dark match. Tamina, Nia, and the Riot Squad.
1: Maybe that was it. Maybe it, seemed like it was me by But yeah, it was totally, yeah. Uh,
0: and Natalia, Natalia goes through a table.
1: No, this is a different match. Then she didn't go through table one so maybe they redid it.
0: Well, so they I might have done like they a dark match, they don't and then they the just dark matches, but. yeah. So they, they probably
1: did the dark match and then just redid the team for the main event or something. Yeah.
0: Usually, dark matches are like test matches for something coming up or uh, a wrestler that's coming off injury. Mhm. So when I saw Raw, I didn't even stay to the end of it. It was
1: that boring. Oh, uh, when I saw it was fine, it was just I don't like Baron Corbin's whole gimmick of like King of Raw.
0: I don't mind it because he he actually plays a decent
1: heel. Yeah, but like he's just a painful heel. I'm like, really, no one liked Corangle, <laughs> but like, really, no one likes Baron Corbin.
0: The thing of it is though, right, when Baron Corbin was a, a performer. When he was on, Mm -hmm. his deep six, when he could, like, especially when he was wrestling smaller people, Mm -hmm. and he could, like, catch them mid-air, stop them, and then throw them down, Mm -hmm. is very
1: impressive. I'll give you that. It's just, like... I don't know to me it was like yeah this is cool but like he at the end of the day though it's like does anyone really want to see him oh one sec you gotta pause this out yep Here. your dogs coming together for you. Oh good. It's like ooh me? There's two of them each of you. You want the sour one or the lemon (laughs) type? actually the lemon probably. Sounds like a her thing.
2: I'm back
0: so yeah I mean you know uh and honestly right like if you look at SmackDown, obviously, has the performers you want to see.
1: Yeah, which was so upsetting with the, this draft when they equal out the brands. I'm like, Raw used to literally be the HO minus, like, three people. Because, like, you
0: want to see a good show, like, good match. You want to see, like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like, who can go. Okay, Styles can go. We
1: know mm-hmm. that. Seth Rollins can go. Seth
0: Rollins can go. Nakamura can go.
1: Uh, Bobby Roode, I think. I think, could really go.
0: The Styles-Nakamura match that they did at WrestleMania...
1: Mm-hmm. ...should have been so much better. Which I still think was pretty good. It's way better than the other 10 Styles-Nakamura matches they did.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, go back like, and watch. They had a match in New Japan.
1: I thought they never fought each other in New Japan, was the whole thing.
0: I'm pretty sure they did.
1: I thought that was the whole thing was they never fought each other, was the whole thing. I think they game.
0: did once. And it was, um... Is Nakamura left New Japan...
1: Mm-hmm. But I swore that was the entire gimmick, was like, we have... They've been near each other for so long, and have never fought. Uh,
0: the first result is Wrestle Kingdom 10. Strange. Of Nakamura, Nakamura v. Styles.
1: <clears throat> but they only well, fought, well, like, a few hard. times?
0: Yeah. Um... Had Okada, obviously. Obviously. Yeah, so this was Nakamura's last match with um, New Japan. Okay. And this was right before um, he signed with WB. So, um... following day so yeah this was the um after Wrestle Kingdom 10 was when the Bullet Club turned on Styles okay and when Kenny Omega was gonna be and then became the leader of the Bullet Club so Styles and Nakamura did have a match and it was at um It was a twenty-four minute match for the Intercontinental Championship with Nakamura that's a, winning.
1: That's a long match. Uh,
0: the main event was Okada versus Tanahashi. And it was thirty-six minutes.
1: I've never understood a match that like lasts that long. I feel like at a certain point I go.
0: Well, you have to remember, right? The mm. Japanese matches play out a lot differently than American matches. Yeah, it's true. So they, you know, they can go.
1: But, like, American matches, they've totally done the, like, I hate when they go the, we're doing the 30-minute, I'm like,
0: no! Well, because you know, okay, it's a 30-minute Iron Man match, it's gonna come down to...
1: A tie of some sorts or one away. Like, you know it, unless someone gets, like, is wrecking them.
0: It's Well, it's gonna end up in a tie of some sort with, like, 30 seconds to go, and then somebody's gonna hit their finisher, and then as time expires, they get the final pin.
1: That, or if someone starts wrecking the mirror and wreck them the entire time just to make a point.
0: Yeah.
1: It's only, Those are the only two things. And, like, usually you end those matches halfway through with some sort of DQ. Yeah, so, you
0: know, Japanese matches tell a much better story. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that obviously should have been a much better match. The one I really want to see... <coughs> Excuse me. I want to see... Uh, Seth Rollins v. Finn Balor.
1: We've seen that plenty of times.
0: But just give them as much time as they want.
1: Just go for it?
0: Not only in the lead up to the match. So if they want to plan this match like a year and a half in
1: advance. You mean like set this up?
0: Yeah, just because they can both tell great stories. Like have Mm -hmm. a couple matches where they go back and forth and like maybe, you know, As they lead up to this payoff match, have um, have Rollins go over a couple times so Finn's feeling you know real down, and then he has to channel the demon to face Seth Rollins, and we get Mm -hmm. the Demon Finn Balor versus the Kingslayer Seth Rollins.
1: I wish they pulled Demon Finn Balor more. No,
0: there's times they pull him once a year.
1: They don't. They didn't pull him on WrestleMania. Like they should pull him. They Better. should have
0: pulled him at Wrestlemania. I don't know why they didn't.
1: To me, that, like, Wrestlemania was the... He should have walked out as demon. It should not have just been SummerSlam. Because only SummerSlam this year so far.
0: Yeah. So, you know, if if they gave them not only the amount of time they wanted to build the story. But then, like, if they gave them... You know, the 60 minute time limit match. Mm-hmm. That used to be a WWE match. was It was a 60 minute time limit God. And there's Savage matches that went 50 minutes. There's Hogan I li- matches that go 40 minutes.
1: I liked it when they did the rivalry of Miz versus Finn versus Seth. Um, to, to me, those felt like a good trio of like, you don't know who really the best wrestler is on any given day.
0: Which is really funny because the Miz was not. Like, obviously, he went through tough enough and all that. But like he doesn't have this background of being this like super technical wrestler, but he can go.
1: He can go, and then like let's all be honest. The I might I argue it's the Miz versus Paul Heyman for the best person on the mic in WWE.
0: Oh, it's not even close.
1: Who do you who do you think it is?
0: Heyman's the best talker by a mile.
1: Okay, but I think Miz is second then.
0: Uh, currently yes. I and mean, currently. Yeah, because obviously when he was in the company, CM Punk was
1: number two but we don't mention him we're okay mentioning hulk hogan again but not cm punk
0: no because he dicked over uh cole cabana and all that
1: too so yeah You're
0: a real asshole
1: but i just found that, i did find money in the, and in the, i think it was the australia show also it started with hulk hogan and i went oh,
0: he's back <laughs> you don't want hulk back
1: though but like i want him to like i don't want him to like wrestle i want him to be like the he'll peek his head in to like start something
0: but the problem is when Hogan gets involved, Hogan does what Hogan wants, okay, and it has to go Hogan's way.
1: And if you Vince McMahon, you go. That means ratings.
0: You do, but I think it's ratings for one show, and that's it.
1: Yeah, but people
0: tune in, going, "Oh shit, Hulk's back!" Realize, mm-hmm. "Oh shit, Hulk's back!"
1: But a Hulk's Chains back is the equivalent of like when you see like Bret Michaels come back. Like I want to come back like for a show.
0: Well, from what oh, I've heard, Brett Michaels is not
1: coming back. He was there for, like, when they did, like, the 50th anniversary, or the, like, what, the 25th anniversary show or something. Oh, yeah, Raw 25 Yeah, it's like, he's like, he peaked his head in. Yeah. It's kind of like when Edge peeks his bad back. Edge obviously can't wrestle, but I like it when he peeks his head in. But
0: the thing of it is, right, like, Brett... ...is not coming back because he does not want to come back. He hates right.
1: the WWE. Well, well, Edge would straight, if he could wrestle still, I bet you he would still be wrestling. Right.
0: Edge will come back whenever he is allowed.
1: Edge would be like, I'll be there every day.
0: Right, because he <laughs> loves it. So that's a huge difference.
1: My favorite rumor, which I wish was still true to this day... When they were picking the new general manager, the rumor for going around... Was that it was going to be um goldberg which would have been amazing no
0: nah. goldberg's not a great talker and yeah okay he's a great intimidation
1: factor but that's it but like which is funny because i'm into the opposite of the to me that's what a good gm is partially intimidation factor is which is i know Paige is the opposite but Paige on paper should not be a good gm but i think she's an amazing gm
0: yeah, she's she's good. I mean, I haven't watched the product, and like, I haven't sat down to watch wrestling in over a year. Well, no, I said WrestleMania you know, watch, but
1: but Paige should not be as good as she is on paper, for sure.
0: I mean, she's yeah. I mean, she's always been a great talker. So
1: I also wonder if it's going to be talker, like
0: you're going to be a great GM.
1: I wonder if she can get like a Daniel Bryan moment in the year or two and be like she can wrestle again. I don't what
0: was her thing?
1: Oh, Sasha Banks fucked up her neck? Yeah,
0: so anything neck-related, I'm gonna
1: say no. Isn't Daniel Bryan's
0: neck-related though? No, his was concussions
1: and... Oh, uh, just too many concussions?
0: Concussions Hmm. and he had a, um... Just, you know, just beating, basically, his brain to bits. That's true. Um, Which I saw his promo from Monday night. About the sheep, you know, the audience being the sheep. And Mm -hmm. I'm sure he's playing it up. But kind of that, you know, when you think of somebody that's been whacked on the head way too much... Kind of the way that they talk and the way that they look and the way that they act. Mm -hmm. He was showing that. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if he's playing that up or maybe this is really taking a toll on him. But I mean, he's 37. Yeah. So, you know, I'd probably wrap it up if I were him.
1: And to me, he should- I don't know, wrap it up, because I think you could still be a part-timer, but I agree with you, like, getting off, like, this is not your day job. Yeah. But doesn't he have stuff- he's still, like- again, I know it's not the same amount, but he still has, like- he's still around uh, the brand stuff, like, on the Bellas and whatever.
0: Yeah, he's still on the show, the way that, um, like, Cena's still on the show, I think.
1: But Cena won't be, because they're getting divorced. Or whatever. Or if they weren't married, got separated, but-
0: Well, but- are they? Because I thought I heard something that they were getting back together.
1: I don't know. I don't watch it. I just knew he was on it, okay?
0: <laughs> For the longest time, that's how you could see Cena. That was the only way you could see him, was to watch the balance.
1: You really can't see him, but...
0: Uh Uh I saw him.
1: <laughs> Did you, though? You don't have any pictures to prove it.
0: I mean, I don't, but I have you had three one job. people that will back me up.
1: I know he doesn't appear on photo, but you at least could have put your arm on something invisible and said you saw him.
0: No. <laughs> if I would have done that, I would have said, hey, sorry to bother you, can I take a picture for my smart friend?
1: <laughs> You've seen, uh, if I was him, I'd be like, put your arm on that chair and just pretend I'm invisible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Anyway, no. You know, we, have you watched. we went
0: on a tangent the last time we recorded this, and we just went on another tangent.
1: <laughs> it was completely different, though.
0: It was. Um. So is that, is that everything that you've seen? I think so. Wrestling, the uh, Orson Welles thing. I think that was it, yeah. yeah. I watched, I said I was going to watch it for the movie club, and I didn't get around to watching it we recorded but i watched it on my trip to florida um the last race which is a documentary about um the last racetrack on long island okay and what i actually found really interesting about it was when like stock car racing was big on long island there were 40 something tracks Mm-hmm. which you, i mean you think about long island it's not that big Like, it's decent sized, but...
1: Long Island, isn't it, like, 10 miles or something?
0: I think it's bigger than that.
1: Are you sure? I do not know
0: if I can spell. It's, uh, 1,400 square miles.
1: Okay. That's still not that big, though.
0: It is... Hold on. Um... Both the longest and largest island in the contingent in the US
1: has seven point eight
0: miles from harbor to Montauk Point. Mm
1: hmm.
0: So it's 118 miles wide by 23 miles tall.
2: Hmm.
0: So, I mean, you take um let me pull up a calculator real quick because i can't do that math in my head It is just have 1400 divided by 40. so that was one racetrack every 35 square miles
1: that sounds like a good idea what's the issue could you imagine was a racetrack every 35 square that would literally mean you could see a one-way check and you could see the next one Probably.
0: Yeah, you could if if you were high enough up mm. and it was a clear, you know, perfect conditions, you could You're see gonna, one yeah. from the other. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Isn't that insane?
0: And if we take if we just take the the width of the island. Mm-hmm. That's
1: one every three miles. I don't understand the point. I don't understand the issue. It seems like a good idea.
0: I mean, I love racing. Like, all kinds of racing. Stock car racing. Small, short oval racing. Open wheel Mm -hmm. racing. uh, Endurance racing. I love watching it. I love getting into it. In fact, I'm going to an F1 race uh, this coming summer. And Bumblebrague. Um, you know, even that is almost too much. Like because yeah. if you think about it, right? Like this. so, this is between the the twenties, we'll call it, and like probably the sixties. Mm-hmm. That this would have been, all this would have been happening. Mhm. So they have just been sprouting up left and right, and it's like, okay, you know, obviously it's a beautiful area. Mm. But can you imagine just the noise on the island every Saturday afternoon? Oh, God. Like, there would be no quiet spot on the island.
1: I don't think there is any quiet spot on the island, to be fair.
0: I think out towards the tip of it is, like, super witsy.
1: Modern so you need you're gonna need to help me walk me through the island. I, I don't know if I fully ever processed what exactly the island is. So is the island New York? Is it part of New York City, or is it New York City and some suburbs?
0: So Queens.
1: I know Queens is a borough of the city.
0: Yes, Queens and I believe Brooklyn are, are on the
1: island. But the rest of it is technically suburbs.
0: Yes. So Brooklyn okay. Queens. So, i
1: I going people say there's towns on there, but sometimes people refer to Brooklyn as a town because they're weird. So I never understood what that meant.
0: <laughs> there's Nassau County and Suffolk County, so I'm guessing there's only two counties. There's Long but Island that... City, which is obviously the home of the new uh, Amazon. X of all.
2: Oh.
1: Oh. Uh... Okay, because I never fully processed when people talk about the island what that meant. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the island's, like, it's genuinely huge. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's, it's really weird because part of it is the city. Brooklyn and Queens. And as you get slowly closer to the western edge, it's like, you know, fancy fishing villages and these giant estates and you know, just beautiful like, when you think of, like, northern New York
1: which is funny because New York City is so much bigger than Chicago I can never fully comprehend how big it is because to me like Chicago big but like I know like, so, you know obviously I know the size right and to me I just understand it I know New York City is really like, magnitudes bigger is what I don't understand so hold on let me pull up the two uh, pull up the
0: wikipedia pages for both of them oh no um, I'm not doing uh, population because that's just
1: crazy. Crazy.
0: Um, so land wise Chicago is 227 square miles. Okay. New York City is 302. Almost 303.
1: That's it? Physically different? Wow.
0: But that's like New York City and then you've got obviously urban and metro areas outside of that. Like the mm-hmm. side the you know, the metro area of New York City is 13,000 square miles. Mhm. Chicago's is just under 11. Okay. So you know, it's, sure. it's not It's obviously smaller, but it's not as small as you think it is comparatively. Mm -hmm. If we take the city of Detroit, right? Detroit is arguably one of the largest, like, the city itself Mm -hmm. is one of the largest cities in the U.S. It's 150 square miles.
1: Which, if I remember correctly, isn't something like San Fran or the other way, like, physically one of the smallest cities?
0: Well, San Fran's 7x7. It's 49 square miles.
1: Yeah. And then L.A., no one truly knows what ends, so, like, who knows how big it is?
0: Yeah, L.A. is just, it's built out instead of
1: up. Mm-hmm. But people always talk about, no one can fully, like, if you live there, no one can fully agree what L.A. ends just because it gets mucky. Well,
0: I mean, you even look at a map, and it's like, it kind of <laughs> just goes out into the desert. Mm-hmm. And then it goes, it goes south to san diego and then for Hawaii no reason for a ways and then it kind of gets crushed off by the mountains
1: and then eventually santa monica just appears
0: yeah and then there's santa monica <laughs> and then that's there and then the bay area
1: <laughs> i hate when people go like there i'm like no no what i'm referring to the city i do not mean that you live an hour from the city <laughs> like that is not what that means stop extending these terms
0: I mean, where your parents live, I would say, is not. I mean, obviously.
1: Where Chicago? we're consider Chicago land is what it is. Right.
0: You're in. You're
1: not in Chicago though. Yeah, yeah. But like, there's some people who try to sell them. Like, no, you're not. Like, okay. The perfect example is there's this, um, Hilton. They call, I think they call it like the Hilton Chicago. And it's like the really nice hotel where a bunch of like, like you'll see like football weddings over here and stuff too, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Like it's this like this level of nice. It's in Oak Brook. do you see how that's not chicago
0: yeah so for the people that aren't from chicago
1: we're talking about like 30 miles out of chicago
0: yeah it's it's (laughs) i mean that's the equivalent of me saying i live in grand rapids (laughs) because i live about half you know 30 minutes from grand rapids
1: but if, you also, 30 miles, 30 miles. but if you're like, I've seen it where it's like on the news and they're like, the hell's in Chicago? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> well, like Obama that's... did a speech once and they were selling it as in Chicago. It was at this hotel. No, That's like, um, you know,
0: Disney and everything in Kissimmee saying they're in mm-hmm. Orlando. Like, it's a hike to get from Orlando to
1: Disney. Mm Mm-hmm. But they at least built buses into it. (laughs) Yeah. God. You watch anything else later? Um, I watched
0: the Thanksgiving football games for a little bit.
1: Are the Bears still in the playoffs? Wait, are the Bears still in the Are the Bears still in the playoffs?
0: Well, so the Bears beat the Lions. Okay. Which, I'm not a Lions fan, so... And I'm not a Bears fan. Like, if I had to pick a NFL I just, team, I'm going with the Houston Texans.
1: I just know the Bears um, are number one in the NFC, which means they're better than both the Packers and the Vikings. For like the first time in how many years? <laughs> well,
0: hold on, they're the best in the North, I believe. Ooh, the NFC North.
1: Yeah, which is which, is, which is Lions, Bears, and it's like Bears, I mean, Lions.
0: Packers, Lions. Yeah,
1: that's what I mean like it's yeah.
0: Um, granted, you're only eight and four, so that's not a huge.
1: Well, okay, for the Bears. <laughs>
0: Well, the Bears have had seasons where they go, like, 13-3, and they did that with Jay Cutler.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think, right? Or was it? Was that sounds right. Was 3 of Jay Cutler year, or was that, a the guy before
1: him? I think it was the guy before him.
0: I want their...
1: The Bears are number... Technically, based on rankings, they're number three in the, in the um, NFC.
0: Chicago Bears, results,
1: history. Because Bears are straight number three in the NFC oh, right now. I'll
0: reference <laughs> this website. It saved my life a couple times. Okay. Seasons. Uh, oh, that's not what I wanted. I want it there. Okay, here we go. Uh, 5 and 11, 3 and 13, 5 and 11, 10 and 6 in 2012, 11 and 5. In 2010, 13 and three, and 06. That was when they lost the Super Bowl. And mm. your quarterback was Rex Grossman.
1: Are those names.
0: Yes, Jay Cutler led your team to 11 and five.
1: And Wait, are we next? Are we not in the playoffs yet? I guess.
0: No, you guys haven't. Oh. No, it's a week of uh, the. I do understand. 13, what's...
1: of them. Oh, I don't understand football works. I guess, oh, but the Bears are high enough at this point where they're almost guaranteed in it.
0: Uh, no, they've only got, I think, a one game lead.
1: I don't know. Over who? Uh, Minnesota. No! Uh, Vikings, we have a two game lead over.
0: On, one second. I'm on Pro Football reference. Just give me
1: a i I'm looking at the stats. Um, season
0: 2018, teams in three. Okay, you are the NFC North. Uh huh. Technically, they're six and six. We'll call them. Why? Because they're six five and one. Okay, I'll go six and six.
1: I was being the Packers nice. Packers
0: are four and eight. I always count ties yeah. as losses.
1: Packers and Lions are out at this point. It's between the Bears and the Vikings. Pretty much. Um... So, if the Bears with it, the Vikings are in. Wait for this one. If the Bears win two, and the Vikings win two, it comes down to the Bears-Vikings game, which is the last. No, before playoffs games is Bears vs Vikings.
0: And the Vikings are currently in the playoffs as the wild card. Second wild card.
1: So in my head realistically, it's probably going to be they both be in because how that works. Um unless the Bears whiff it the next four games.
0: Let's look at their
1: schedule. Rams they're facing next.
0: Oh, that's a loss.
1: 49ers they're facing also.
0: Okay, so you've got a, <laughs> loss up, a loss coming up to the Rams. You've got, we'll call it a win against the Packers.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, because Packers aren't doing good this year. Other years, besides the first, because they beat them once, this so see them lost once against them this year, I think. You
0: only play them twice. So they, oh, then no. Lost against them
1: do do you remember four, that loss? It was, It was. yeah, it was the stupid, like, a knockout Aaron Rodgers. He comes back and freaking destroys them.
0: Uh. Um so you're gonna have another loss to the Rams that makes you beaten five. You gotta we'll call it a win against the Packers. So it's mm-hmm. nine and five. Win against the well I was gonna say the, Vikings. the Niners, but the Niners took down somebody recently.
1: The Niners this one is a two and ten though. I'm willing to say we're gonna win the Niners.
0: The Niners have beat the Lions, obviously, and the Raiders.
1: Okay. But the Raiders are is, what are the Raiders this year? Uh terrible. What's that mean? So that's, I think we could beat them. I'm
0: not, I'm not even gonna look at their record. <laughs> the Niners beat the Raiders
1: 34-3. That's a close game. No. Where is the Raiders? I'm never, I can't even find the, oh, they're in the, are they the AFC? Yeah, they're in the AFC West. Oh, the Raiders are also 2-10.
0: Jesus, I'm looking at their current injuries and it's- <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 on the IR. Including two kickers. One, two, three corners. Two running backs. Their long snapper. Mm-hmm. 2D tackles. An offensive lineman and a tackle, and a running back are all on injured reserve. And you've got Martavius Bryant, who's a decent wide receiver, questionable with an injury to his PCL.
1: So that was Football Talk with Mike and AJ. Uh, We are your native football experts for all things handball, football, and headball. I believe it is time for a break, and we'll come back with some video game chat.
0: So everyone we're back time for some game talk and before we get to it mike i just want to say um i believe this game was released the well it was yesterday so the fourth okay uh just cause four already has a crack up
1: (laughs) oh you know i thought just cause four literally existed until i saw people talking about it and i went holy shit that is a game that's real
0: did you see the easter egg that they put in it
1: I know, I saw there was one. I didn't look into it.
0: It's the Benafati.
1: Oh, that, actually, that makes a lot of sense because it's New York. And Ben. I think Benafati might have. T- yeah, the team. Avalanche team's in New York. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: And like Benafati B- teaches.
0: It t- does not
1: take that. And Benafati teaches at NYU. So, like, it makes. So, like, even from that logistical end, makes a ton of sense, too.
0: Yeah, there's just a, like, cauldron with a pickaxe next to it. And if you <laughs> grapple into it, you pop into that. Two uh, D. Getting over it look. And it actually controls like getting over it from what I've seen. Really? Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty impressive.
1: Ooh. Nice. Um, so video game talk. So, game talk. it's game talk. So I want to jump into Hitman Two. But, how far are you?
0: Hitman 2? Yeah. I've beaten the, all the okay. maps.
1: So I'm going to say... every
0: story, but I've... That's fine.
1: Hitman 2, I'm going to say right now, it's a blanket. We might spoil it, just a warning. But, like, you're not really playing it super much for the story. I more just want to talk about some stuff. Just a warning. I
0: think the only thing you can spoil... In Hitman is some of this ridiculous shit that
1: you can do. There's no story which, spoilers. Well, yeah, so, so I'm not referring to that even. Which, I don't know. The story actually, it's, for some reason, is somewhat intriguing for me. I know it's very C-listing and generic, but, like, it's still kind of an interesting ploy they're doing and stuff. But in general, um, I just finished the um, mission in, like, the suburbs.
0: The one I told you to do?
1: I think so. Is that the one you told me to do? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, that was really cool. I like. I really like that mission.
0: Did you check the... So you know the uh, old guy you have to kill? Yeah. Did you check his neighbor's basement? No. Oh, you gotta play that map and do that.
1: <laughs> Why?
0: It's crazy. I'll just say that.
1: So, um... I the thing I actually the thing that I maybe when getting maybe it was really obvious or I was just getting into it was I appreciate how my first instinct was when I saw the fumigator was to steal his outfit to get into the house and then I realized that was a story mission and I the story mission revealed itself once it was already in his outfit I was like oh because <laughs> you use the fumigator to then the fumigate the house obviously
0: oh I did the um, mole hole one.
1: Oh, I did. I was going to, but there was too many cops. and I'm like, I don't feel like sneaking around this much.
0: Oh, it's easy to do. There was only one guy that could uh, detect you. I looked in. At,
1: I looked in and I went. Or, could I just activate? It? And I went. I could. <laughs> so I just. What I don't understand is when you when you activate, it tells you to stop them from leaving the house. But I didn't, and it's they still all went to sleep. That's just, but also it's funny because the guy was outside the house, and then he just went inside because the AI does that, and then he just passed out in the doorway, yeah. <laughs> which I thought was pretty. So I just closed the door and then killed him.
0: Yeah, you can do. Um, you fill the uh, mole holes with stuff.
1: How does that work then? What do you just call them it, outside?
0: Well, it can be any item. So like, I ended up stuffing mole holes with a muffin.
1: But what is the point of that point? Is the moles just come get it?
0: No, you uh put an explosive in one of them. Mm-hmm. So then when he looks at it, you blow the explosive and he dies.
1: Oh, like we mowed explosive.
0: Yeah.
1: That makes more sense. Okay, see, I didn't catch that. I don't know if I fully caught like what the point was, and I was like, no, I'm like if I if I if I didn't think look hard to me, I would have done it kind of thing. It just looked like. To me, I was, it was like, pretty,
0: like I just went around and gathered a bunch of shit to stuff in holes, like. I threw scissors in the holes. Um, like I said, a muffin. I threw a pool ball in the hole, and then I hid in his basement, which is kind
1: of creepy <laughs> too. I, for the old man, which is the one I want to talk about, was so you know there's the dumb fucker on the door, the doorway who just snipes at you the entire time when you try to walk up.
0: Uh, so, if you, no, so if you try to w- I, I haven't gone back to play it in the way okay, I did so- it was um, I took care of his, like, bodyguard that you have to take care of. Mm-hmm. I did the burger. I poisoned his food. Hmm. And then killed him that way.
1: Oh, see, I did it. So I did, I was going to do a story mission, but the thing was, um, when I went up to him, so there's the bodyguard at, like, the door, okay? So no matter what you dressed in, he... He basically goes, you can, I'm not going to let you in. And then I was like, okay, whatever. And then he, then he walked away at him and go, well, he looked, okay, I'm not going to let you in. Like, he looked similar lines of, like, well, I'm not going to let any fucker in here anyway. Like, like, very sarcastic. Like So I went, okay. Turned on, popped him in the head. <laughs> walked in there. So I hit one of the, my hidden items was the um, explosive pen. Yep. So I just chucked it at the guy's head in the doorway. The guard was next to him, it exploded, killed the guard, and I just walked out clean, sc- scoffy. Because <laughs> the one guard who was next to him that was looking at him got exploded. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Um, the molehole one is kind of like that, too. Somebody comes around and looks at him with him.
1: But the molehole, it's harder to pin it on you in comparison to this was me in the doorway chucking it.
0: Oh no, they knew it was me pretty quickly. <laughs>
1: Oh did they? Yeah.
0: They were like, Whoa, what's going on? It must be that guy that just fixed all the mole holes. Mm hmm. Like, yes, yes I am. i hiding
1: <laughs> the guy's basement. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not gonna tell you, but yes. Oh god. Him two is only really good. Um this this I'm doing the I think what's the final mission is what I'm on now? the uh like secret island
0: yeah
1: this to me it looks akin to the japan map in the first hitman i'm very concerned about how hard it will be
0: it's not terribly hard
1: because to me the japan map and maybe you're different to me that was stupid hard
0: uh once i knew the map it was pretty easy
1: but i think learning that map was hard just getting places because everything was so restricted and so watched and
0: Yeah, well, okay, so, the thing that makes Japan hard Mm -hmm. is if you don't have that disposable scrambler Mm -hmm. that you can get from the Colorado map, Mm -hmm. if you don't have that, you have to get an outfit. Mm -hmm. So... And then that will... And then even, you know, the outfits aren't all perfect. Because yeah. some of them can only go to certain places.
1: Which that I don't have an issue with. I don't know, to me it just was one of those that, like, in comparison, I felt like just the ramping was really high for me.
2: Yeah.
1: And I understand the whole... I, and I feel like secretly that's the Hitman thing is, like, we're kind of secretly training you for the final Huzzah, because that's the whole Spy thing is... Look at all these odds stocks against them. Hopefully you can learn all the lessons. Like, that's the whole spy gimmick.
2: Yeah.
1: But to me, I felt like from my game point of view, it wasn't ramped correctly in that regard. Like, I felt like either one of those boards should have been a tiny bit harder, or there should have been another step in between. I
0: mean, I'm trying to think of what the map before...
1: Colorado?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure Colorado was before
1: Japan. Would you know, Colorado is a harder map. But I don't think it's even close to the same... That step equivalent.
0: But it gives you the idea of... Okay, you have to know where these disguises work. Mm -hmm. And where they don't. And where you can get in. And where you can't. So. Mm -hmm. You know, it's definitely... I believe... That... You know... It does ramp up, in a way, because I'm trying to
1: think of the maps. Paris hey, is pretty easy. easy. Paris it's Paris is the equivalent of the racetrack in this one, like, they're totally the same the same yeah. idea of a map. But there's no Helmut Kruger, which is the upsetting part. There's the Stig. I, I wish they just put Helmut Kruger. Like, you know people would have straight lost it.
0: You can blaze the Stig.
1: <laughs> oh, it's not Helmut Kruger?
0: No, but it's hilarious.
1: I have a question. Do you think they knew how Kruger would be as big of a deal as he was? Or do you think they would just, like, hope people like him?
0: I have to imagine
1: they knew. Because <laughs> look at that man! He is beautiful! <laughs> I, mean,
0: I mean... There's people, excuse me, that talk about him mm-hmm. like in the map of being, like, you know, 47 looking like him, so... They had to know that people were going to do it. Mm Mm-hmm. So.
1: But at the same time, I feel like it was such a thing.
0: (laughs) Well, it ended up being a thing because it was an easy one to do. Mm Mm-hmm. So.
1: But. Hmm.
2: And we've
0: got... Red Dead.
1: Good old Red Dead. Have you... So, are you touching any more... Oh, you did online, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Any more thoughts on that one?
0: Uh, I'm gonna wait on the
1: online until they have
0: (laughs) finished Fixing it. And release it for real. Okay. Um, Because they've said they're gonna fix, like, the economy and stuff like that. Some of the stuff that definitely needed to be fixed.
1: Which also the thing I'm gonna give it fairness for, which we're gonna talk on a few minutes about, but that's not give the same fairness for. They call this a beta, and this is on top of the sixty buck game. This is not the sixty buck game. Right, right. Which is the no no, they still get shit when stuff's busted, but I think they don't get the same level of shit.
0: And they definitely said like, hey guys, this is you
1: know A beta.
0: Yeah. You're gonna get into an a beta, it will eventually be open. But it's but still uh, it's still a beta, so if something's also, wrong,
1: just... <laughs> and if someone gives this to me on top of a, a ground defining open world RPG, that's why I'm gonna say changes the genre forever. <laughs> like, if like if Witcher three give you busted online, you wouldn't care as much as if something else give you busted online that was only online.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously we'll talk about it. In, in it. <laughs> that <laughs> was. <laughs> the fact that you know it, it okay so if you're planning to release a fully online game mm mm-hmm. and you're but, uh, a company that's known for having arguably the buggiest triple a games
1: i will probably go through next i don't know it'd be hard to compete i think i still think They have some of the highest quality, but it's still in the highest buggy. I think we separate on that, but I still think it's both.
0: Well, there's a difference between quality and buggy.
1: Yeah. But I think it's interesting because they're told. I think they're on both. Like, they're highest on. some of the highest on both.
0: I think what. You you and I obviously fall apart on the the quality of Bethesda games, but we both agree, obviously, they're stupid ass buggy. So if you take. You know your mentality of oh don't worry the pc modders will fix it with an unofficial patch
1: right
0: they can't do that with an online game Mm-hmm. because otherwise that's a you know an unfair advantage right like if i'm playing the game on pc and i have the unofficial patch and you're playing on pc but you don't have the patch yeah like if, if this unofficial patch is like, okay, it runs smoothly at 60, it, you know, it renders properly, you can see the characters, you know, draw distance is increased. Like which is... a huge advantage
2: over
1: you. So it's the difference, and this is, well, I don't, I don't know the new ones, you know this too. Um, The thing which I think is the, the patch is acceptable from the modding patch is, which I think is really cool, for Fallout New Vegas, so Josh Sawyer was the design director on New Vegas... He made a mod for New Vegas of the decisions that the team decided that they didn't want to make, that he wanted to make, just showing the game he wanted to make, which I think is really cool.
2: Yeah.
1: Which I think with that one, it was tweaking numbers, but he's like, no, no, this is a different game in a lot of ways. He goes, this was my vision. Which I think is a cool way of like being like, let's use this tool and just see what I would have made.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, those things get interesting because... You know, if like if you have a developer that builds a game based on choice. Hmm. I mean, you could even see it in the Rockstar, you know, games GTA. You kind of had choices. Uh, Red Dead, Mm. obviously, you have like an honor choice.
1: Which is very much not choice because they literally put the game again. Which the more I've been thinking about it, the more I don't like how like they totally push the game against so, you. Like, if you go down the not-honor road, stuff like shops are more expensive. Like, little stuff, like, no, the game is really pushing you down this path of honor.
0: But it makes
1: sense. It does, from a logistical point, of view, which is why I think the game is a great simulation, but the game part... Like, it's funny, and I think maybe as everything, but I think the game part of it is where it might fall, in a lot of ways, because they go down that simulation road so hard.
0: Yeah, well, and... <laughs> It's funny. I keep thinking about our discussion the other day when we recorded. Mm-hmm. I can lose hours in Red Dead.
1: And I and I and I can too. I and I don't think that's my issue with the game.
0: <laughs> so, you know, but you know, the simulation point of view, like you said, of, of Red Dead Two, is so great. There's so many systems, so many things. Like, mm-hmm. on and on a technical point of view.
1: It's a masterpiece.
0: The fact that, you know, an Xbox One and a PS4 can run this.
1: This reminds me of GTA with the PS3 and 360, if we don't know how they ran it.
0: But more so, because GTA, like, it had systems, but it didn't have...
1: Systems upon systems. Yeah, because the stock market is very much a scripted thing in the sense of where this stuff feels less scripted in a lot of ways.
0: I mean, like... You know, obviously everything is just
1: an algorithm. Right, but, but some of it is a harder algorithm than others.
0: Right, like the stock
1: market algorithm is pretty easy. I literally go. really the stock market, I just check how many cars were destroyed in the last hour and compare it to that, like, that's all it is. Like, you use simple stuff. It's No, they made it harder than that. But, yeah, from a simple point of view, it could be as simple as every 100 cars of this brand lower their stock by X. Right. And
0: then to have, you know, systems where, you know, uh, bounty hunters, if you have a high bounty,
1: mm-hmm.
0: will send out, like, two or three bounty hunters with a bloodhound to find you.
1: Which, I, and I and I think, which is funny, because I think bounty hunters give me the same issue I have with them in Odyssey, but not the same level in which I do, of, I don't understand in this world how they find me this consistently.
2: Oh,
0: yeah, I mean... You kind of have to give it to them, like they—they're always there.
1: Right. Which, which, no. These aren't as bad. It was the Assassin's Creed Odyssey ones are stupid because they're literally mini bosses, and I go, there should not be for these fuckers who just find me continually." And when I kill one, wow, someone just happened to be walking down the street, <laughs> which is literally what's happening with me in Assassin's Creed. Odyssey. I was like, "That is stupid."
0: I mean, every time that the bounty hunters and Red Dead were an issue for me. It was always I was trying to run to the, the uh, trapper. Or I was, one, I had one time where, I was in the trapper like buying and selling stuff. And they got close, so it kicked me out of the store.
2: Hmm. I'm
0: like I wasn't even doing anything. Like how would you have guys found me? You know. So there's some of that. But then, you know, it's also like the system that they have where you could easily just, you know, you could ditch the story Mm. and just for hours upon hours upon hours just walk around the countryside. Oh, I'm hungry. Let me fish.
1: Oh no, and that's the part I think that's really cool Or the (laughs) cooking makes a lot of sense Or I think the cores get tedious at points But I think they're a really cool concept Yeah,
0: I mean
1: I think the center cores get tedious more than the health parts of them Like I feel like And I understand because it's literally based on time mechanism Of you should be eating twice a day But like when you're playing in the moment That is not how Majority of people think not saying all, but I think the majority of people are probably gonna forget, would just forget about them until they're in a firefight.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's also right. Like, if you have the the uh, the routine down, right? Like, if you're in camp, okay, sleep, wake up, you know, do your chores, you know, uh, <laughs> take bales of hay to the horses.
1: Which is funny, because I legitimately just never go... Unless there's a mission to pick up, I just never touch that camp.
0: Uh, I did the chores a couple times.
1: Because, like, I don't know. To me, like, I've heard stories of people being like, I always go to camp. I'm like, why? Like, I have no reason to.
0: I would... um, The times I would go to camp were for, like, okay, you know, going through my routine right of like returning food to the camp
1: Mm -hmm. uh
0: if it's in the afternoon eating the stew and then you know either going back out on something or uh sleeping for the morning Um, and then when you wake up like i said you do the chores you do some other stuff and then Mm -hmm. you grab the stew when it's like
1: 1201 you can grab the stew but it's as like that i don't think to me i like process that in that regard like in the moment a lot of times which is interesting to me yeah
0: so i mean like
1: we could go
0: on and on
1: and on do you know what also intrigues me a lot about this game particularly is between the two of us, I always would have pinned me as the RPG person and falling for those systems way more than you. Uh I fall into systems. But like RPG especially, I feel like is a me thing.
0: Uh Rockstar the games I go headfirst into.
1: And maybe maybe that's the difference, is because of the way it's Rockstar built it. But like as a whole, I'm saying if I if at any moment I'd say who's going to an RPG, it's me.
0: I mean think about it. Okay, like Witcher I stepped away from.
1: Right, which is that, and that's funny because that's totally a thing I felt I love.
0: Um, well the problem was like, if I left it for two days
1: You'd forget about it?
0: Well, I would forget the combat system, I would forget where I'm at in the story. Like, there were so many things, I was just like, you know there's too many systems for me to dive into.
1: Which to me was that was the amount of I just loved it.
0: Uh, Fallout, I just toggled God mode and just ran through.
1: Uh, but and which is funny, like, again, it's like New Vegas is like legitimately, I, I use one of my favorite games ever.
0: Uh, Borderlands, I just couldn't get into.
1: Again, these are me games. <laughs>
0: Skyrim. I just got so sick and tired of Skyrim.
1: And I guess it's the opposite, because to me, like, Rockstar games are the ones I argue. Like, GTA 5, my argument has always been, I think GTA 5 is a 10, but I think if I started to pick out the pieces of GTA 5, it's full of a bunch of 6s. It's
0: definitely a game where its sum is greater than its parts.
1: Because, like, people, like, the racing, I'm like, the racing's fine. Like, that's why I've never stood the level 4 in a modern context, because I understand what it did. But GTA 4 is a bad racing game, a horrible shooter, (laughs) like... The shooting's okay. Red Dead Redemption 1 made Rockstar learn how to make a shooter.
0: The problem with GTA 4 shooting is, it just felt like there was a definitive line mm-hmm. that guns were good at. Like, right. you could literally be one step beyond the line and you're gonna be fine.
1: But also, it's physical control of moving the gun did not feel right in that.
0: Yeah. I mean, their auto-aim is always pretty strong, so it's just lock on and just let her rip.
1: Yeah, but I, maybe it's just because I compare against actual shooters at the time. But I think in a lot of ways... And maybe it's just because of how Rockstar sells themselves. I feel like you have to. It's kind of like how I, always I compare. Because they sell themselves as, like... This king of a thing. And I feel like... Like Saints Row, I think 2 would have been around at the same time. And I think that's a stronger shooter. And they still did the whole open world thing at the same time. Yeah. And that's where I think maybe I fall with it. Because I go... And again, I'm not going to say here and say anything. real game is better than a GTA game, but I'm going to say the parts of them are.
0: I think, so, obviously, the thing that Rockstar seems to have improved upon, especially in uh, Red Dead 2, and some people may not see it as an improvement, is they took their systems that they developed...
1: And
0: put them on 11. And they just made an entire game where the systems drive everything. Mm -hmm. Like in GTA 5, the systems didn't really drive much. Mm -hmm. Like, you just always interacted with the systems. Mm -hmm. So the shooting was really only when you had to shoot something. The driving was actually how you got around. Um, But it didn't really control the way the game felt the way the game played anything like that in Red Dead 2 all the systems have been cranked to 11 and implemented as the game so this game is in this world of these systems mm-hmm. so if you don't like these systems that's a problem because well they're everywhere and you'll hear people talk about like, you know, man, the the holding L2 to interact with things sucks because um, if you forget to hold L2 and hit square or whatever,
1: you know, you punch your horse when you're running up to it. Or- Which I don't or mind that because, so I'm going to go technical design with you for a second. Follow me down this rabbit hole, shall you. So, on menus, there's a rules of three, basically, and it means nothing in a menu should be more than three buttons away. And that, to me, follows that rule perfectly in the sense of it's two buttons. And a lot of games do a submenu thing really well. Like, God of War does the submenu really well in combat. You hold L2 or L1, and then you in a different set of m- moves. Or Witcher did this really well, or Dark Souls is notorious for this. The issue is I think Rockstar never taught Rockstar players it.
0: But, I don't think they need to teach Rockstar players to do anything. Because Rockstar sees their fans as being hardcore fans. And yes. When when they're not playing a Rockstar game, they're playing the Dark Souls, they're playing the, the God of Wars, they're playing the whatever.
1: And I'm going to say that's false in the sense of the way Rockstar games sell.
0: Well, there's definitely a large audience that only comes, are the Call of Duty and Rockstar players.
1: Right, and I think the way, and that's what's interesting about it is, you know, I and I know that's the way they advertise and that's the way they make the money is totally that portion, but, like, it's interesting to me always about Rockstar games is they're technically, so I'm going to compare it to Pokemon in a lot of ways for a second. On the face value, they're really simple, like Pokemon is for like the kids. But if you wanna get into these, that's where the hardcore that's I think that's the hardcore like perfect mashup is, is the you can get as deep as you want, but as shallow as you want at the same time and you still will go through it. Which most games don't let you pull that off. And I think maybe that's the I think the Red Dead Redemption two issue is they lean towards that you have to go a certain more deeper than normal.
0: Yeah, there's no Easy. There is no
1: shallow play. With yeah. GTA V, there was the easy way to go through. Down to the, you failed a mission three times? Do you just want to go to the next scene? And I know that's like a dumb thing. But that, you know, how much about how many people were able to complete the game that would of because of that? Yeah. But yeah,
2: there's
0: definitely that thing of, you know, the, the, the failing out gets you, you know, skip through to the next cutscene, or you don't have to do the,
1: uh... The dumb crane sequence, or whatever.
0: Yeah, you don't have to do a sequence that you
1: don't want to do. Which I think was really cool, because this type of story they're telling, like, yeah, the the whole point of it is you should be doing the fun part of the heist, not the tedious part if you don't want to.
0: Yeah, and honestly, to me, like, Rockstar... uh, Not Rockstar, GTA Five had a lot more... With the weird sequences?
1: Mm. I think, yeah, I think they they learned.
0: Like, okay, you know, there's the crane game. The literal crane game. There's the...
1: Would you know if some designer just put it in as a joke? Like, let's be honest.
0: There's the tow truck missions. There's the garbage collecting. Like, so there's all these things which... Redemption 2, Red Dead 2, they don't necessarily have... All of those things, right?
2: There's no... Mm-hmm. as
0: I can't think of an equivalent of the Crane game. That you have to do. Mm-hmm. There's side stuff that gets weird as hell. But you don't have to... You know, go through it to get to the next thing. Which is why I think they put those in GTA. The skippable things. Mm-hmm. Is because you just have to get through it to get to the next. So. Which, speaking of side things, I have to ask, did you ever encounter the hog farm? No. Brother and sister on the hog farm? No. Okay, I was going to say, because if you did, you would know exactly what I'm talking about. That sequence... Uh, I'm just taking from the typical categories they have in their game of the year for Giant Bomb. If I'm gonna put up a sequence from Red Dead Two for best sequence, best moment or sequence, it's that. Really? Because the entire thing, like it's weird as hell, what's going on. Um, I I, I can tell the story of it without spoiling it okay spoiling the crazy part um you roll up on a hog farm the dude's sitting out there like hey come on in you know really seems to be a really nice guy come on and eat you know it's no trouble so you do that and then they get you drunk on some like crazy popped up liquor oh it's one
1: of those types of missions
0: yeah um and then so they steal all your money, but they don't steal your guns. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. I
1: mean, when you steal both.
0: So then you get the, you know, the power trip redemption of going into the house and just blasting both of them.
1: Of course Which, you would.
0: <laughs> by the time I got to that point, I had the Uh, semi-auto shotgun. Mm -hmm. So you could just basically keep pulling the trigger and it would shoot. You didn't have to, you know, uh, use the repeater or the pump or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So I just walk in the door, I pull out my shotgun, go into Deadeye. The lady standing there, like, in the kitchen or something like that. I blast her. Her body, just, the blood sprays all over the wall. Her body flies over the island the guy comes down the stairs, and I blast him through the door. Like their stairs come down, and there's a door to go outside. And he goes through the door, and then I get out of uh, Dead Eye, and then grab my money. Um, and you can find some crazy ass shit in there. Like it is ridiculous. Nice. Um, but that sequence is definitely my favorite from. I would say my favorite sequence from the game. There was a moment towards the end that made me feel like a complete badass.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which have you finished the story by now?
1: No. We've been over this I was... Not super I'm only like I don't know. I've been playing a like hitman this this. I told you this.
0: What uh what chapter are you in?
1: Three. Okay.
0: I would say, without spoiling it, unless you kind of know how the game ends, without spoiling it, I would try to do as much of your side stuff in Chapter 3 as you can.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Only because in Chapter 4 you start the decline. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So that's <laughs> that's that. We want to talk about uh, kind of some of the news that's going on in the games Really, there's only what like.
1: Okay. Two, I want st-
0: to.
1: There's two news
0: stories and one.
1: Break. I want to. I want to talk about the Epic thing first. Okay. So, Epic. Yesterday when we're recording this no. Remember this guy walked into school and my mouth dropped. Cause it like dropped as I walked in <laughs> it was Epically announced they're opening a steam competitor Um, and now he's the So I don't know how much you know. So the, the standard in the industry is there is 70-30 30 goes to a storefront owner, which was the whole epic fight earlier. And was say 88-12? Right and no, no, and there's another catch if you're using unreal this includes they not making you pay the five percent extra, also, because the Unreal Unity you think as as you pay nothing, but you give them five percent if you're a certain size studio. Yeah. If you use Unreal and go in the store, you pay zero for that five percent. So it's literally just twelve, no back and nonsense. Mm-hmm. Which this is probably why Steam a re- uh, couple weeks, like a week ago, announced if you hit five million sales, you cut to twenty five percent. If you have ten million, you cut to twenty percent, which is probably to keep triple A's on there because my assumption is they caught wind of this, and every AAA studio is probably going, let's go to the Unreal Store now. Because if you sell 10 million units of a game, and I just said, you get increased an extra 18%, do you see all of a sudden that's a whole different ballgame?
0: It's nice, but they're also, I mean, let's think about, okay, what's a good example? Odyssey, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Okay. They're already paying. Okay, so realistically, your only expense to be on I, Ubisoft's account because they have their own launcher and their own store.
1: Most showboys have a launcher. That's why I didn't like. You can't use Activision or Blizzard now.
0: Yeah, but UB is still. Square.
1: On... You can still use like Square, for example. Yeah.
0: But well, I guess Call of Duty's on Steam. I was gonna
1: say. No, Duty's on Battle.net. They moved it this year. It's straight on Battle.net. Oh, that's it? Yeah, I thought it was just Battle.
0: Okay. Maybe it's just Battle.net. But UB Games, you can still buy on Steam. Yes, yeah,
1: so Yubi UB Games, you still buy on Steam. Square, you buy on Steam. Deep Silver, you buy on Steam. Like, there's still a decent amount. It's just not what it used but, to be.
0: But what I'm saying is, so take the Yubi Launcher out. Take your Play Launcher out. Okay. Their only expense on PC from is sales the cut. is the cut to Steam.
1: Okay, and I'm gonna am gonna give a counter for this real is you're a public company, you legally have to try to find a way to increase profits year over year. Wow. like that's how companies work, right?
2: Right. What that's, if I told you you not can make this? At.
1: Oh, okay,
0: that's not that's not the point I'm getting at. Continue. The point I'm getting at is when you release a physical copy of a game,
2: you have the company to press the disc. Company to ship the disc, the platform holder to license your game to get onto the platform. Right, so then you get, you take it, the company that sells the game takes a cut. So, right, so when you come down to it. A 70-30 seven split doesn't sound that bad. But you're also telling me that first how many users on Okay, the, Fortnite. It gets down to a user.
1: Fortnite, thing. Like, and I think, and I would agree with you, if speed. Fortnite didn't make everyone download the Epic Launcher, which means you already have the store now when it launches.
0: Yeah,
1: everybody's got Fortnite, but boy. Their concern, the I think, point. they alleviated the concern on the back end because of Fortnite. Oh, there's
0: definitely. <laughs> and also, also it, let, let me let me tell you: if I'm Square base. and
1: I go Final Fantasy what? Sixteen on PC is exclusively on Epic Store, for example, you'll still get your audience to buy the game. No, but I think if you had, like, but two or three A studios, like if, like, if a few of them just go, okay, we're to launch here, I think that might be enough to, like, alleviate concern. You just need two or three people willing to take the risk, and I think you're fine.
0: I mean, all you need is two or three people to say, oh, we're just going to start selling our games. But they're already starting that. Our launcher.
1: No, that's, they're already starting that's that. But my thing, my thing, I'm saying to make it with the Epic launch is viable. I think Epic just needs to get in bed with one or two other publishers and go trust us. Here's your better cut, and they'll and the, that's where I think. And I I'm not saying they're gonna kill Steam, but I think Steam's in for the biggest fight of its life. It's been in for a while, cause everyone's been killing on Steam recently, complaining about stuff. So here's Epic, who did? I, did you read this Game Informer article on this at all, or no? Okay. My favorite I've was the line about how it. it was it was Annie Macmillan I think, which is the lead person on Game for. Yeah, so he, he went. How can you get away charging twelve percent and everyone else is thirty? And literally, like, the team they went. Well, we think they overcharged me by three hundred four percent. Like, what do they really do for you? And he broke down the percentage of what it costs. And he went. He went. So we're making a two percent profit. They're making a twenty two percent profit. He goes, we're being honest with you. Like, it was this little stuff of, like, if they could keep this PR up correctly, and I, and I think good PR could go a long way. And they're doing other stuff of, like, they said, we're doing manual curation. Which, if you're an Indian, you get on that Epic store, and you know they're doing manual curation, you have a way better chance of being in front of people's eyeballs than on Steam. Yeah. Like, it's little stuff of... Yeah.
0: I mean, it's it's it's... Good for the small people. I think what you'll see is some of and the. Indie I think games get off indies Steam and
1: account for too. way more of Steam's daily users than we realize they do. Or even just. Oh, yeah, if it's we, like even if we just say, say the top 10% of indie games, which is where all the money is, I still think that is counting for enough of Steam's percentage. So if I cut away a third of those, Steam would be like, where the fuck are they? Like, they would notice that. I think it, it might be enough it, to get Steam to talk there. about what the like. It might get enough Steam. Maybe Steam could be more open to percentages or something. I think, it will only make. I think it'll make the marketplace better, if this is successful. It, it, I'm not saying tomorrow, but I think. Eventually, I think you need.
0: It'll take. It'll take at least ten years for the marketplace to be like. <laughs> Okay, because it'll be the opening solo of, Epics going, eighty-eight to twelve, and then three years later. We're eighty-eight to twelve. Steam goes, <laughs> to to, you know, eighty-five fifteen to stay on Steam, and then it's you know it's back and forth. Which to me for to,
1: years, see to me it would be years. what's going to be interesting is what if it's what if this fight isn't just about Steam, what if it ends up being something like. With the Epic Launcher, and then someone like Google or Apple goes, "Okay, we'll do this. We'll match you," and that's when you go. That's the floodgates open. Cause I, they said they're launching the store on the this, store is launching on Google Play. Oh, not Google Play, but on Android phones. Which, and that's the interest of game of, Do you just go fuck it? Here's a mobile game on here. But like, do you just go all the way well, with it? Because fort- that's you download it anyway. So why don't we just sell actual mobile games here and just make Google Play shit themselves, and just really put the fight out there? Because you're epic and you have the money, and you can do it.
0: Uh, because Google could probably. But they buy it would.
1: I mean, you, okay, but like the one way different thing of that will probably never get approved anywhere, and they both know it.
0: No, that actually stands a good chance of if Google if Alphabet okay, think, wanted to buy Tencent. I
1: think they'd have to do it quickly because the way Tencent grows. Could. Like if that plan's not work now. It wouldn't be when it works on time. It'd be a merger more than a buyout. I think.
0: I think you greatly underestimate the.
1: Money and I, th- that Alphabet has. I don't know. If you told me they could merge, I could see it. I don't know if I can see it outright buying.
0: I mean, you have to think, Alphabet owns the Mm -hmm. two largest search engines in the world, in Google and YouTube. It owns two of the three highest trafficking Mm -hmm. sites in the U.S. And it's got its fingers in so many many different pies. Like, the, the tendrils of alphabet mm-hmm. are everywhere they're even further than you and I, even know. I mean they're even further than you and i even know like in the government you know there's tendrils mm-hmm. in the government that we don't even know about right there's black companies for alphabet that are developing you know the next tech <laughs> for the nsa and for the kgb yeah. and for all these spy agencies and stuff like that so they could easily go at Tencent and go I just buy. mean
1: more of the sense of... I think this is a fight where... I think we're going to see repercussions in a bigger landscape than just this fight. But I think this is going to be the proxy fight that changes some stuff. And then the reason I think this is... And people are like, well, Discord or Itch. I'm like, no, no. The difference is Epic has the money to at least put the fight to Steam. For- yeah, I mean... Yeah, I
0: mean... To bring it back to wrestling, right? Epic is the WCW. They have the money. The question is,
1: I think it comes down to when they launch the store, can they get? I think they need one big size publisher to be on their side of the fight, and I think they have at least a chance to put a dent in Steam. And that could be when I say big size, it could just be a Deep Silver. But like, I think you need someone of that size to just go. We're siding with Epic on this fight.
2: Because Bethesda's. Well, you know what you're going to see? Because Bethesda's. Yeah, no. But. How. You know, what are the sales that Square's driving on PC anymore? Not great. You know what you're going to see, though, is when this launches, PUBG is going to be on it. But
1: you're not buying it on Steam anymore.
2: Um, I'd Why, though? You could do You awesome
1: could start, stop selling that. games.
0: Uh, no, they have marketplace mm. integration. They have all this stuff that they're just tied to.
1: Deep no, stream. that's it's true. Like, oh, but you, you could say it's a different price.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess what you could do right is you could stop. That's selling... what I mean. That's what I meant. I, I meant like stop
1: some sell new copies. Like I can't go and seem to buy it anymore. I can still play my copy of it. Yeah. Or to me, it goes fine. Yeah. Ten bucks cheaper on Epic Strike. Actually, seeing we say this, I feel like. Plays on. Oh wait, no, they're both owned by Tencent, aren't they? I forget. About, which to me is the greatest fight of all time that they both have backings by Tencent, and they and this the lawsuit's still going on. Oh, is it over?
0: No, that lawsuit. Oh,
1: but that's still my favorite thing. of They were both owned months. by Tencent, at least partially owned by Tencent. <laughs> I
0: think by the time we heard of the news of that Korean, Korean lawsuit, it was but, already over. It was like,
1: oh, PUBG suing Epic over Fortnite. Oh no, that lawsuit's already. But out. like, and I, I think PUBG might be decent. But to me, it's so. or Capcom. I just think you need a publisher to back the Epic side of the fight, and then indies I think will go with where the sales are. So if you if you're a good indie and you're in Epic's secret backhand deal right now, when that store launches, it's going to be great for you. And I think every indie knows that right now. So the part, so I think you'll see a flood of indies at least in the beginning to the epic store just to try to get on it because if you it's it's the if you're on the switch yeah. of the first six months if you're on live the, the first six months like it's the especially with it being the pc market though if you're on that with 20 of the games whatever it is for the first six months it's only could be for amazing for you
0: i think the problem we'll see is the same problem we've seen with all of these you know these launchers that are supposedly But I think this is the first one I think
1: has days. a backing of bigger quality.
0: I think the only thing that, that the backing might be
1: enough. Okay, but what is any of these other competitors, and I'm putting in quotes because you can't see it. None of them, who, which one of them really didn't had any backing money-wise? Discord doesn't. Itch doesn't. I don't, I don't really like this. Oh, no, I
0: don't, I don't, Consider, like, Discord being... like comp- There were, there have been competitors in the past that have gone up at being like, oh, we're going to be the new... You know, we're not Steam, you know. We basically do the same thing Epic's doing. We're but the difference is, and I think... Developers none of them have money. had
1: the backing of the biggest game publisher.
0: Well, yeah, none of them have had the backing of Tencent. But it's also... Well, yeah, like I said, right? It's the WCW thing. And I think, have the money, and I think...
1: so the thing which well, is interesting in the one you... story I read is they've been building this thing for five years. Also, do you did you did you see the other thing it that I found sense. out about which blew my mind? You know, Steam Spy. No, did you, he announce today where he works? Do you know where he works? Do you know he was building?
0: Epic.
1: While he was Steam Spy. Yeah, this.
0: <laughs> uh there was a, a spy. rumor that he was basically at well the reason he's but, called like, Steam Spy is because he was doing this. He was hooking into Steam's back end to Which is amazing. So that
1: is that thing. is a spy story that I so legitimately fun. want like a book written about like how the fuck did that happen? <laughs>
0: I mean, I feel like it would be a. It wouldn't Jason
1: be a good. Jason Schreier article. Be a good like, yeah, book, but like it's totally a story I want to hear of like. To... Okay. It's not. At what point did Epic get roped in on this plan?
0: I'm gonna say they brought him on because, I'm gonna say they him on because he. Right, but I just think this is doing like a TRL TRL today of like, on. yeah,
1: uh, yeah, I built what. <laughs> hmm.
0: So I, ha- I have to imagine he seems to have yeah. been around for longer than five years. So I have to imagine he was doing this, then Epic saw... Which is, I think is
1: a smart hire, if that's true. I mean, it's like, you know, it's
0: hiring... I mean, it's like, you know, it's hiring, you know, like, uh, what would be a good example... That you would oh,
1: I can think of like when well, they, they hired, when Amy Hagan got hired or one of those levels of hirings. Uh,
0: not necessarily because she was working on a project and then you're taking her from the project. What this guy No, was no. Doing was oh, okay. But because Amy, H-
1: Amy Hagan literally quit Naughty Dog and then two days later got offered a job. This is what it was. This is the story that she always refers to. No, no, she quit being like, I'm going to take a vacation. <laughs> she got a job offer.
0: Wow, well, the Steam Spy mm-hmm. guy, I'm guessing, was doing this, and then Epic brought him on, and then he helped build, I'm guessing you know, he had something back. He he had something
1: but, he had, back. I, but he probably understood he the analytics software or whatever, like some, probably those kind of back-end stuff he built.
2: Yeah.
1: So. Or API plugins or whatever. So...
0: And maybe that's what they brought them in for. Was like, hey, how did you
1: do these? Which API would still plugin? be if you trying if your whole thing is transparency and being the better yeah. moral person. Stuff like API plugins is actually a really cool way to do that. If you're them, that'd be an interesting game to play. Be like, okay, and just integrate what Steam Spy did, like in your store. Yeah.
0: I mean, so the examples I can think of are like. Uh, Um, Adrian, this you're not going to understand this example, but maybe somebody listening will. Uh, Adrian Newey, who's a, um, basically the dark arts master of aerodynamics in Formula One, uh, worked for McLaren and helped design the McLaren cars. And while he was doing that, he was getting contacted by the team that would eventually become Red Bull Racing to help design their car. So he Oof. knew what McLaren was doing, and how to bend these rules. And then all of a sudden, oh, Adrian Newey leaves McLaren. Oh, he's with Red Bull. Mm-hmm. Like it's one of these things. To where he was doing something already, they brought him, they brought him on kind of in the background, and now they've they're ready to make a switch. So they do it there could publicly. Be- I was planning on
1: talking
2: about uh, Fortnite, but, um, <laughs> we've got a discussion
1: about Fallout to talk about, uh, and then I'll give you a short version of Fallout. Stuff. Bethesda be fucking up. I don't think we we have to <laughs> say that's of
0: Fallout.
1: So, just like, Bethesda they straight, like, 10 years the thing today is, so, um, they just sent an announcement saying they shut down their customer service site because someone's email, some cu- customer was getting their customer service emails for some reason? Well,
0: that's on top of the... Well, that's on top of the... bag?
1: The... Canvas, <laughs> <laughs> canvas gate 2018. God,
0: I hate but it's TV funny as hell. Tagged to all these stupid things, but... I just loved that yeah. email chain. Did you see the photos of that chain? <laughs> I am like, oh, they're just too what? expensive, so we decided not Should to. You, like,
1: isn't that like, isn't that the time to give a refund? Like,
0: basically, basically telling the person, and then like, tough, tough shit, and then they're like, oh, well, we'll give you 500 whatever.
1: The bag in-game.
0: Enough to buy the, the 4th of July. <laughs> I'm like, my goodness. at least game.
1: give them amount. Yeah. If I was, you know, if you were then, the ultimate take move would be, give them that and then give them the bag in-game because <laughs> that just be funny and
0: then and they're like okay well we'll make the the uh, plastic bags and then it comes out that yeah. the influencers got all the canvas bags and now they're like oh well we'll spin up production for these canvas bags really so <laughs> no, they're are. too it's, expensive no. uh,
1: the bad PR is probably not worth it <laughs>
0: I just. I can't believe
2: that <laughs> the
0: customer support email told this guy. Go fuck yourself. Basically, verbatim. Isn't that like. Too expensive. Say
1: anything tough besides shit. that is the rule? Yeah, like. Is
0: don't so say the that. The way to handle the situation, <laughs> at least the way I've been taught, would be. Um, there were like, oh, there were troubles with the production of the bags and in order to get the bags out on time, instead of delay the whole edition, we had to go to these plastic bags. What, what, even more, They're like vinyl. These vinyl style bags um, in order to get the editions out. If you would like a canvas bag, you know, Put your name on this list, and then once the production is... Right, like, some
1: level of, like... We'll send them out. Yeah. Better PR. Don't let the intern...
0: Giving them, like...
1: So maybe they should stop letting the intern do the emails. (laughs) Because if that was a senior person, they should have got fired ten years ago. (laughs)
0: I hope that person (laughs) seriously got fired.
1: That person is Pete Hines. He should be out. That (laughs) that was just bad.
0: It just amazes me, right? (laughs) To say that out loud. They had the balls. Well, no. Step back a couple weeks. They had the balls Mm -hmm. to release a Fallout game in their same engine which we know and, and, and also you happy. know my other
1: favorite thing they did too was they renamed the team that made the game bethesda game studios um austin so they could say bethesda game studios on the box so now bethesda game studios is going to get blamed so they can't throw the team under the bus which would have been at least the smart thing to do on their end
0: right so you release right. so you release, release a which if you're smart you would kept BGS the team name
1: even if you change it don't put the BGS name on that team.
0: Even if you call them, I don't know, what would be a good...
1: Or like, like, like you have ZeniMax Online. Do Bethesda Online. Or do Fallout Online as the team. You know what I'm saying? Like, clearly state it.
0: Yeah, if you, if you, called, it Bethes- if, if you called it Bethesda Online and be like, Oh yeah, this is a studio that we...
1: It, created it was the team that was going to make a different online game, game and they just basically canceled that game and made, the, and made the team BGS instead. But again, you just shouldn't have named it BGS. To me, it's the, you're right. one out now. You you can explain to the hardcore, you can't explain to the common lame person where you could have explained that before at least. You could have been like, this is kind of like the Obsidian situation, but we own them. Right.
0: Let's look at Fallout 76, right. at Fallout 76 as... A standard MLB at-bat,
2: okay? Oh, no! So you have
0: three strikes before the okay. so,
1: Would strike okay. well, um, one be at E3, so, having to announce um, the other two BGS games to calm down fans? Okay. No. Step? Step- mm-hmm.
0: Bethesda gets up to bat. Or whatever this Austin team was. It was
1: called. not bad it's not Battleborn, but it's something it's similar Bethesda to
0: that. Austin, for
1: now. Battle- no, Battleborn was the Gearbox game.
0: But it was Battleborn.
1: Battlecry. Battlecry. Bat-
0: the Battleborn team was called yeah. Battleborn Studio. Which is now Bethesda Battle
1: Game Cry. Studio Austin. Battle
0: Cry. So Battle Battlecry gets up to bat. They're a terrible hitter. Basically, all they're going to do is just stand there and either take their three strikes or take their four balls and just either go to first or sit back down. Mm. Like, nothing's really expected of them. But suddenly, they get up to the plate. We're going to kind of change the timeline around here to make it sound a little more impactful. Uh, They get up to the plate. They look up on the scoreboard realize it's the bottom of the ninth two outs the bases are loaded and the game's tied so now they're BGS Austin and so you have to be the clutch hitter in the situation strike one you're making a Bethesda game so you get back up to the plate strike two is the e3 situation strike three and possibly the thing okay bethesda. bethesda i'll, I'll, but I'll,
1: I'll hurt, hurt reputation i don't think it kills him in the slightest
0: very long time yeah strike three just, no. yeah. strike three, just swinging on the worst curveball you've <laughs> ever seen it lands like 15 feet in front of the plate they swing all the way through their helmet flies off like bartolo cologne it looked
1: like an absolute fucking return. Um, do you want me to beta. make you lose your shit? Because I'm on the Wikipedia page now for Bethesda Game Studios. So it was, um, it goes, you know, it goes like products, right? So it's like Elder Scrolls 2002 to present. Fallout series 2008 to 2018. <laughs> Someone put like, nah, it's done. <laughs> yes. How seriously say that? Um, games, no, just the game studios. Oh, <laughs>
0: uh, products. Yep. I'm that means so- well, I'm guessing that means because the so- present. But because-
1: no, no. But like, that's not what that <laughs> That's Not what that means.
0: Escalation <laughs> is.
1: Right. Escalation. The battle cry is this team, and battle then behavior is was- was- one that made the was- mobile Fallout shelter. They bought Behavior outright. Yeah. Yeah. I think, no, no, I think they didn't buy Behavior. I think what they did was they made a studio next behavior and just bought out the staff. Because so it was cheaper. It's my understanding.
0: So now, the Bethesda mm-hmm. team, right, in this situation, they've struck out and
1: they're going into extras. I again, so I'm going to say it. I don't
0: right. the,
1: the I think you can still the save the, the game cuz like an example being Elder Scrolls Online. That game was this not this bad, but it was in this it was here at one time. And now people love that game. Or it's like it's like the good old Final Fantasy yeah. 14 story, but it's specifically a Bethesda example is Elder Scrolls Online and they fixed it.
0: So now, currently in this baseball game, right, Bethesda is—it's the bottom of the tenth. They're down by five. But nobody's—it's the middle of the tenth. Mm-hmm. The the so their opposing team scored five in the tenth. So they have a pretty unsurmountable goal to achieve. Right. Not only do they have to get five just to keep the game going, but they need to score mm-hmm. more than five if they want to win. And you and I both know baseball. It's pretty damn hard to score five runs in an inning. So in this situation, they are in, they've they dug almost an insurmountable hole. I'm not saying they can't get out of it. But they're going to struggle. There's going to be years I mean, I think, of struggle. I mean, I don't
1: know when... Yeah. It's going to be... It's going to be
0: impacted by this. If
1: you are... If Starfield... If Bethesda is smart, you make a BGS RPG, And I know you're gonna be like, ooh, for the average person, if you could do it correctly, that is the hit they need. If you could pull out a follow through your Skyrim they need. If you could pull out a follow through your Skyrim level of impact in that regard and fix some of the base jank problems, you're fine. The question is, can they do it?
0: Well, isn't Starfield announced to be on the Gamebryo engine?
1: But that doesn't mean anything. And I know, and from from a person who's messed with engines, that means nothing. Because you can name an engine the same thing and just revamp it 100%. So that means nothing until you see if they've touched it.
0: I mean, it is on that engine,
1: right? Yeah, no, no, it's on the engine, but that, but I'm just saying, it's saying it's on an engine means nothing. Because that they didn't say if they're touching it or not touching it or whatever. On Unreal 4... So, UD, UE4 is basically the same engine they used to make the original Unreal Tournament in. Like, that, you know what I'm saying? How oh, that means nothing?
0: Right, but there's, you know, just the idea of, like, oh, it's a UE4 game. Like, that's just a, you know, a subliminal thing. And I, where, Even though it's basically Unreal, the original Unreal Engine.
1: That's what I mean that, by it means I mean not I mean it means nothing in the sense of there's probably the reason they use the engine is A it's internal so you don't paint it else and then B there's probably certain things you built into it to make certain things like branching choices easier. Yeah. So you could still just like overhaul the graphics engine and not affect that part of it. I'm not saying they are or aren't, but I'm saying when people saw that and like took it at to the end of the world I'm like, that doesn't mean anything.
0: I'll say this. Fallout four it wasn't the visuals. It wasn't the graphics that were the problem. For me, it was just... It seemed like you would take one step forward, but then there would be a bug where, like, you couldn't see an enemy. Or the enemy spawned inside of you. (laughs) Or... It's alien. The door won't open. Or the quest gets bugged out, so you're taking two steps, three steps, four steps
1: back. Oh, yeah, no, no. And the jink, I think, is... To me, it's you need to fix you need to fix some level of graphics. But I think the jank is the thing you need to fully... Like, if I said focus on one or the other, I think focus on jank more than focus on graphics.
0: Yeah, because the graphics seem to be fine.
1: Especially if you could stylize them to sci-fi, you could get away with lower quality if you could stylize them correctly. <laughs> That's just how stylized graphics works. That's the whole argument of, like, I still think Borderlands 2 or Borderlands 1 look like good games because they're six-year-olds, but they're stylized, so you don't know that.
0: Yeah, the, uh, I mean, for all the shit that I give, the, uh, oh, jeez, oh, the Borderlands games.
1: They look fine.
0: They hold up.
1: And that's the point, is, because stylization, and that's even Randy Pitchard is always saying, that then he's like, we did, we went down a good hole because they'll always look decent. his argument.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, obviously, anything like that, right? Any... Like you said, anything stylized will look fun. Should hold up.
1: And then obviously, after 50 years, it won't. But I'm saying it'll hold up right. substantially longer than a realistic game would.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think we look back. I was going to say Red Dead, but...
1: I'll, I'll give you one better. Look at Black Ops 3 to Black Ops 4.
0: <laughs> well, I was going to say look at Red Dead in 10 years. But I think even in 10 years, it'll still look great.
1: But I was saying, but like, my example is of like, it's just the nature of that stuff so I think if they're smart in the way they do graphics, I'm not as concerned about that part of the engine. In comparison to the jank part of the engine. Yeah. Okay. So, it's getting late, so we're gonna kind of time for the Game Awards part? Yes, it's it's
0: getting late. i both need to go
1: to
0: bed. <laughs> um. Oh. Do you have the website, uh,
1: I just. I up. do.
0: I have the categories up.
1: Uh, what is the website? Yeah, it's it's just... Okay, that's easy enough. I to make sure it's anything weird like jeffkeely.face.org or something. I don't know. Nominees. Uh,
0: yeah. Go to nominees, then go to category list.
1: Are we doing who we think we're going to win or who do we want to win?
0: Let's do both. So let's only pick a couple categories.
1: I say it's game of the year. I'm just going to the list. Um I'm
0: going game looked interesting, but it's gonna be Fortnite, so
1: Which one? Oh, uh, let's do game direction. Okay. Narrative Mm-hmm. and do you wanna do indie? And just do oh. those four? Yeah. Those work for you? Okay. Right. Yeah. Those seem like the most like we could both talk about. Let's leave Game of the War for Game of the Year for last. Do you want to start on narrative? I want
0: to start from the bottom, so indie.
1: Oh, you want to start indie? I'm going go with indie. Okay, so your nominees for best independent game. So for record, I argue this is the toughest category in the entire show. But continue. Uh, Celeste, Dead Cells, Into the Breach, Return of Oberdin, and The Messenger. Um, I have played. Three of these games And I argue The three games I've played in this list Could fight for A ten on a score
0: I have played Zero of these games
1: I assume you've Paid enough attention To know all five Of these are literally Critical darlings
0: Yes I will Uh, say If Into the Breach Is the one I'm thinking of Is that the one That's kind of like
1: Mech-y It's mech And
0: it's It's like mech-siv Almost
1: kind of it's 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 made by the FTL people it's yes. um okay, yeah, that's on that's grids. The game I
0: would,
1: vote for. I would vote for dead cells I f- just
0: I've seen, the stuff I've seen of into the breach just makes it look so much fun
1: but so the three games argue are you are 10s are return of oberton into the breach and dead cells I think the messenger is going to win though Because it's a public vote, and I think it's the one that had the widest widest amount of people playing it.
0: Which one was the messenger?
1: It's a 2D platformer.
0: I wish it makes it look like the photo is a link, but it doesn't do anything. Is it like a Castlevania?
1: Yeah. I think I've seen people play it. So... And this is painful because I legitimately, on any other year, any of these five games could legitimately have said they earned the award. Yeah. Because yeah. Dead Cells, I think, for a team of I think it was eleven people, is literally insane. Uh, Into well, the breach. Isn't
0: Return of the Oberdin from the guy that made Spelunky?
1: No, it's the guy who made um, Papers Please. Oh, Papers Please. So Into the breach and Return of Oberdin are both. The second game by people who released the game in 2012. So they're both six... Think about how insane both these games are in that regard.
0: I mean, you say it's been six years, but it probably hasn't been exactly six years.
1: Um, Return of Oba Din, he said he's literally been working on it since then. Okay. I don't know about Into the Breach. I know for a fact. I know is the, second, the the game post-FTL. I just don't know what they were doing in between.
0: Probably a vacation.
1: That's true. They earned it. Um, but like, it's, this is just a lit, this, I honestly think, to me, this is the category with the, which is funny because it's the indie category of the, like, these games could be up for game of the year.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. So I say Dead Cells and Messenger, you say what?
0: Uh, into the Breach. For both? I'm going to say I want Into the Breach to win. Okay. I'm going to guess, hold on. I'm just going to go by looking at the Game of the Year category.
1: Yeah, I need them up for it.
0: Uh, Celeste, because it's the only one on that list that's in Game of the Year.
1: Wow, and it's the one to me that should be the least of them in Game of the Year. But that's just fun.
0: Okay, so that was Independent Game.
1: Yeah, okay. Um.
0: I looked at we're... Best Performance, and it's actually pretty interesting.
1: Oh, it is. Um, Best Narrative. Detroit, Become Human. God of War. Life is Strange, Episode 1. Spider-Man, Red Dead. I think this is the Red Dead award ceremony.
0: Yes. I I don't know how you can put Life is Strange on here since it's only the first
1: episode. Life is Strange is weird, and I think God of War is weird to me. Because, I guess, it's weird because narrative is a weird term, and I don't know how they're defining narrative.
0: For outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game.
1: (sighs) Then I guess God of War stands. It's just... To me, it's the story, like from a paper for you, isn't the part of God of War that makes the narrative strong. So it's, I don't know how the average person's gonna look at that term. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: I think it's the. I think I I want Red Dead, and I think it sh- will be Red Dead. I
0: think most of the categories Red Dead is in. It
1: will win. I think God of War is this year's Horizon, where it wins nothing. <laughs> or Spider, no, I think Spider-Man, Spider-Man is this Man year's risk. Spider-Man is this year's Horizon, where it deserves stuff, and it won't get any. Uh, best Game Direction, A Way Out, I forgot existed, Detroit Become Human, God of War, Spider-Man, Red Dead. This, I think, is the award I would want Spider-Man to win.
0: For Outstanding Creative Vision and Innovation in Game Direction and Design.
1: I think this is a Spider- This this is the, if I, if I wanted Spider-Man to win an award, this is the Spider-Man what I wanted to win. I think it's going to be Red Dead, but this is the one I want, because Spider-Man... Feels... Like the Spider-Man New York City... In your head... It feels like the dream Spider-Man game... you like, think to... that would be
0: more art direction... That you're
1: looking at... So no know, no... To me is. it's design direction... And it's... Cause... And part of design is combat... And... Mm-hmm. In, if you were a 10 year old child... Picturing your, what the dream Spider-Man feels like... They nailed it... And I think that's why... It's... When you're swinging... It feels like it. it. tells the pinnacle of what a Spider-Man story is. This is all design direction, and I know it's still narrative or other things, but design is very encompassing.
0: Yeah, like I said, it's... If Red Dead's in this category, Red Dead
1: wins. I want it to be... And I think it's going to be Red Dead, but I want it to be Spider-Man in this category. Also, can we appreciate how SIE is up for three of the five awards on this?
0: It's impressive. If you read, like, the thing over like, creative vision and innovation, mm-hmm. I hate to say it, A Way Out seemed very
1: creative. Innovative. Yeah.
0: And innovative, and a lot of stuff that it did. It did. So I will give that. My, I think I want it to win, just because it was a terrible game otherwise. But,
1: but it totally was creative and innovative. It was
0: super creative.
1: Uh, Goaty Godi. Goaty Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey
0: Ghost
1: Lord <laughs> Celeste Uh, God of Boar Uh, DC's Spider-Man Monster Hunter Pluto Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 I
0: mean, we both
1: know <laughs> <laughs> A part of me, okay? Is curious if Red Dead and God of War splits the vote for something else to appear? And the, the, and because, yes, Red Dead, but we're forgetting God of War has this extreme hardcore following that what if they- What if it's enough or just splinters a vote for something weird to pop?
0: Is this like the year Giant Bomb made Mario Maker the game of the year because they had two games that split them and that just kind of-
1: Yeah. Uh, what so okay, because if it's two games, I think it's- if you ranked them- like, individually, I think it would go, like, God, for most people, Red Dead, than God of War. So what if, in actual voting, it splits them, and something like, I think it would be something like Celeste Pops. if they, if, be if, they if Celeste or Spider-Man, I think. Right, I think if the split happens, I almost would bet you it's Celeste, because it's, again, it's the it's the, people who vote for Celeste wouldn't vote for something else. But people who vote for God of War, or, or Red Dead, tend to be similar people.
0: I think the problem is it's a lot of like you know there's the whole for every awards thing right like there's that last second push of oh let's re-release all of our movies mm-hmm. right for the Oscars so it's that what's fresh on the brain and what's fresh on the brain on this list Red Dead
1: but okay and everybody I
0: everybody seemed to drop AC for Red
1: which is true, but it's. I feel like, and this is gonna go with God of War: and Celeste. No one stopped talking about them. I feel like where some like AC Odyssey, they stopped talking about. It. People have not stopped talking. Celeste came out in January, and people are still talking about it. Yeah. Which is interesting to me because you don't. January games usually don't get like awards because you forget they exist. Celeste was, I think, like, the second week of January. <laughs>
0: So you want
1: Celeste to win. I don't Why know if I want... You, you I th- know Red Dead. Won. I think I know it's Red Dead. If, if it was, like... If it was my vote... Yeah. Oh, fuck. And this is interesting. Because Red Dead is my game of the year. But from a getting recognition standpoint, I still pull for the Insomniac with Spider-Man of, like... They pulled it off. Like this is the first Spider-Man game where I don't think it has like every other Spider game has a flaw. Or as a whole, if your name's not Batman, you have superhero story flaws. Fuck it, if your name's not Arkham City, you have flaws superhero game. I think they pulled off a game that goes, we can compete with Arkham. And I think yeah. there's I think they, there's some level of accomplishment of Insom could have somehow easily fuck this up marvel could have shoved their nose someplace like there's so like think about how many pieces that, that have been in the hands of this pie at once and I don't no one think
0: marvel would have been the one to screw it up
1: okay it sony inside and marvel all had their giant hands of this pie and yeah. somehow and you know what i'm saying like how was that not too many cooks in the kitchen
0: i think okay so here's how i think the meeting went right Disney and Sony walk into their room together, right? And they strike the deal to get Spider-Man and the Avengers and Homecoming and all, you know, the movie deal. Yeah. And they also go, okay, but we want the Marvel tag for this Spider-Man game.
1: So the way, and this may be, that may be more true there. the way that, um, the Ted Price tells the story is, is... Disney came to... Basically, Disney came to Sony and said, I want Insom to work on a game ball and you do it because of that part of the deal. And, basically, Sony said, pitch us three superhero games, we'll pick one of them. And, instead, Ted Price said, okay. And they only pitched Spider-Man. Because he asked the team, what do you want to work on it? And, and everyone in the team said Spider-Man. Because okay, Spider-Man... Yeah, and
0: maybe that's how it happened, but I'm just thinking from like...
1: Spider-Man... Because the thing you have to come for is, the team that made Spider-Man made sunset overdrive which makes basically s- which makes so much sense because that was spider-man for the license yeah.
0: yeah
1: so it's interesting to me and that's i think it's the a part of me wants it to win it's not because it's my game of the year it's because they pulled off something like it's interesting because god of war spider-man red dead Ninja 2 all pulled off the impossible this year in different ways, I think. Yeah. This goes back to the last episode thing of I think this is the best year of this generation.
0: That's... I mean, I'm not going to say you're wrong. But I think we've got one more
1: year. And then again, maybe next year could you thrown it? But it's going to be stupid hard. <laughs> To yeah. do because the the fight before this was 2016 or 2017 i think they were more up in the air of which one won i think 2018 put them both to shame with those three games alone not counting anything else yeah. and this includes 2017 includes like there's a zelda and mario last year and i think stuff like red dead spider-man and god of war went no this is how you do a video game
0: The only reason I would say there's a chance that next year does it is what's the big game coming out in 2019? Last of Us? Last of Us Part 2.
1: If Last of Us Part 2, A, comes out in 2019 and B can be The Last of Us again, and you And in my head, if, if Ghost of Tsushima and Last of Us can come out next year, it might be the year of Sony again and they might be able to pull it off. Yeah. Which, this year... Was for sure the year of Sony. Yes. Which is funny, because last year was decently a year of Sony, also. Wasn't the volume, but it was totally like Sony was in the picture. This year was Sony owned this year.
0: Yeah,
1: they just basically walked in and said, hey, this is mine. <laughs> they went, God of War, Spider Man, Detroit, like, and you can say you want, but Detroit, it's still by all accounts like good game. God of War and Spider Man Lily went, yeah, we're nines and tens. And no one's fighting those numbers.
0: No, I don't think anybody would. So, that's going to wrap it up for that. I was just looking through the rest of the categories. And I landed in the eSports category.
1: <laughs> oh, God.
0: Which I don't think is really interesting to look at. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, best eSports game. CSGO came out a jillion years ago. Dota 2 came out what, six years ago or something like
1: that? Mm-hmm.
0: Fortnite, you know. I guess technically last year.
1: So does Fortnite clean up mobile, best ongoing game, what else?
0: <laughs> Esports game. Uh, they've got League in here and they've got Overwatch.
1: I think Fortnite is in anything it's in. It probably wins.
0: I think. Fortnite doesn't mean I want it to.
1: It doesn't mean I want it to, but I think it will. Right.
0: And then i'm looking at best esports player the picture they chose for sonic fox is hilarious so just you forgot the category hey. let's go best esports player
1: oh i see it uh, i'm sorry you mean presented by uh omen by hp yeah
0: the picture they used for sonic fox is amazing
1: who is simple and his face is also pretty good <laughs> simple mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. I don't recognize
1: him. But that's a that's a good face, I think. Yeah.
0: Um, if you go to best team, Fanatic's photo is pretty good.
1: If it's if Ninja does not win best content creator, I'll legitimately be in shock. Well,
0: and that's a community voted on thing, so he's not means- pitching it
1: for. That's so the award Because legitimately, also okay. So while we end this quick, um. So, the things we basically, are, by all accounts, confirmed for tomorrow is Batman, Borderlands, and Crash Team Racing. Do you think anything else is going to pop? Oh, and uh, Far Cry got announced.
0: <coughs> well, they announced there's something there.
1: No, but um, Jason Schreier literally tweeted that yeah, I've known this a while. It's a off Far Cry. You'll learn more tomorrow. And when Jason Schreier tweets that, at that yeah, point to me, it's, yes. it's confirmed.
0: Yes, he's said this, but it's not... Ub hasn't come out and said, the next Far Cry is... Yubi
1: released the trailer. So, like, Yubi released a 10-second trailer with a nuke. And then, J.S.Tri in response went, yes, he is the truth.
0: Yeah. Which, I mean...
1: Borderlands... So, cry. every single major outlet has received the orange dice, which is the Crash Team race confirmed, basically. Uh, Batman is... I would say a 70-30 is going to be there. And then Borderlands, it has to be there the way... If Randy Pitchford has been saying this shit for the last week and Borderlands is not there, I will legitimately be in shock. I think a Borderlands game will be there, and I think it's the version of 3 that's going to come out. Whether it's called 3 or not, I think it is Borderlands 3. It's the...
0: It could be the biggest blue balls ever.
1: Because, <laughs> like, Randy Pitch, Because, do you think the way he's been talking? Like, and then, like, the Game Awards have been retweeting his tweets. Like, this is little shit of, like, I swear to fucking God, if it's not there
0: i'm i'm looking at the photos of the best esports events yeah the evo 2018 thing that they did looks like it's the hypest thing ever <laughs> oh
1: my god like the... look
0: at, okay league worlds
1: you know yeah. overwatch, Grand overwatch is pretty hot international is hi- pretty hype actually international is pretty hype <laughs> Evo looks like, like a concert. Evo looks like a straight... Like, Beyonce's performing. Yeah. <laughs> Evo <Evil laughs> looks like it's a boxing match. It's a boxing match? Or, like, someone's about to appear on that stage like who's a major, like, star. Right. <laughs> like, Evo
0: doesn't... Evo, Evo looks like the event that you and I should go to. <laughs> just to be like, this is our first eSports event. Like, <laughs> like fuck League Worlds that are gonna be in Chicago. Like... Fuck the international. Like, I want to go see Evo. I want to go hang with these fighting game people because they seem crazy.
1: <laughs> it's kind of like my first con I ever went to was San Diego Comic Con. So no matter where I go ever again, every con's ever going to be ruined for me. Is that what you mean? When I started San Diego Comic Con, you can't go up from there.
0: Or it's the person that their first first time ever on a plane is like business class or first class.
1: Or the first time ever on a plane was like the plane having emergency landing, you're like, oh, no. (laughs) They would never get on a plane ever again.
0: So, tangential story about planes. When I went to Florida, on my flight from Grand Rapids to Atlanta, uh, there was a, I think it was two families. It was a total of 11 people. They were all going to St. Lucia. Mm -hmm. For the uh, holiday. And the one girl was in front of me with the other families either mom or grandma and i'm guessing what it was is like okay mom and dad right of so it's mom's family and dad's family you know what i mean mm-hmm. um, so the, the girl was like oh yeah this you know apparently it was the first time she's ever on a plane she's like oh how long is it well it's like okay you know the grandma's saying Well, it's like an hour and a half to Atlanta, and then uh, we land in St. Lucia at, like, 2 or 3.30 their time. Okay. And you take off in Atlanta at, like, 10.30, so that's a five-hour flight. (laughs) And she goes, oh, that doesn't sound that bad. I'm sitting there going, you're going to be replaying that statement in your mind. Oh, that doesn't sound that bad. Two and a half hours, you know, two hours in a flight, so you're not even halfway done, sitting there in the middle seat, going, dear God, I just hope I can get up and just walk the aisle. Because I was on a flight that, I wasn't even supposed to be on this flight from Dallas to Seattle, which is a four-hour flight. We weren't supposed to be on the flight because we got delayed, and we had to take this incredible detour to get to where we finally needed to go. I was in the middle seat for four hours and the lady to my right so the aisle was asleep. Mike, you know my size. I'm not exactly (laughs) the smallest person in the world. Mm Hmm. How do I climb over this lady without waking her up (gasps) to walk the aisle? Who knows? So...
1: Um, general note, um, AJ,
2: yeah.
1: we need to buy that soldier Bar console. <laughs> i you saw it too. <laughs> I gotta mention it earlier. <laughs> and I'm just saying, have you he seen... missed it. There should be Did no power button. No. <laughs> Hold on. See, I'm just saying, do you know what it should have been called instead of a power button? It should have been called a crank that button.
0: So it's the Soldier Game Console on Soldierwatch.com.
1: Soldier. You said watch.
0: Watch. dot com. Package yes. <laughs> Brand name Soldier Game. One word by Ann Bernick. Never heard of him. Model HD Game Console. Size twenty by sixteen by four <laughs> centimeter TV Game Console.
1: Oh, you're, you're talking about the soldier handheld or the no. soldier console?
0: This is the soldier console.
1: <laughs> My bad.
0: Wait, 1.2 kilogram <laughs> game electronics, color white console, material SG video game console, <clears throat> type for soldier games slash PS slash Neo Geo slash PC slash Sega slash GBA slash NES video games.
1: Hold up. How long do you think, um, how long do you think Unity Unreal lets a button to let me export to the Soldier game? Cause there's, oh, there's like surprised is not already Because, <laughs> for the record, if, if they make those buttons, you understand I will be a game to this console. Just to say on my resume, I have made games for the Soldier console.
0: I'll tell you this, it shouldn't be that hard because it's basically a DualShock, but with Xbox buttons. I
1: know, which is somehow, wait, 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 A, B, C, and D, but they're in no order.
0: Oh, no, that, no, click on the one that's got, like, the package. What's included with it? It shows the two controllers. It, it legitimately looks like two Demo kiosk.
1: I like how Tomb Raider's a picture, and you know there's no way in hell they licensed Tomb Raider for that picture. Oh, yeah. And Tekken, there's no way they have got this
0: stuff approved. This this seriously looks like
1: (laughs) like some China. (laughs) They use the kid. You see the cables they use. (laughs) Look, picture on the thing with the package.
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I was saying about the two demo keys. No, but I
1: meant that, like, it uses the three-prong and an HDMI cable, just in case.
0: Well, hold on, there is a back thing. There's an AV out like so. What is the TF card slot? What? I think, is TF supposed to be an SD, like a mini-SD? Yes, I think it is. <laughs> And the, the photo that they use of the back of the console isn't even the photo that they have right next to it. It's $150. I'm pretty sure it's $150 you'll never see.
1: If this was legitimately tw- like even 50 bucks, do you know how much I would think about buying it?
0: <laughs> oh, if it was 50 bucks, I would definitely look at it. Game speed FPS. One-to-one output, perfect and fluent.
1: Over eight hundred built-in games. Do you think any of those games are actually licensed? Oh,
0: I can guarantee you
1: they are. What is the soja handheld? What? Oh, is Jesus
0: had- Christ. <laughs> or the soldier pad. or the soldier phone, or the soldier oh, Jesus, some boy just licensed his name to a Chinese knockoff company.
1: Hold up. Look at the handout, and then read what it says about press two buttons at the same time to pop up the main menu. First off, also, you know, so they have, like, an R and L button? The R button's a reset button. No, there's a...
0: You can't see them. They're, like, hidden. Okay.
1: But somehow let me get this straight. <laughs> wait, wait, to them a TF card looks like a game card. Yeah. So Dude, what? don't there's there's two eyes in direction. <laughs> Just don't question this. There's three thousand build <laughs> like, <B-Y-L-L-D>, in games. Build like B Y L O D in games download support. Hey, it's a Switch! It supports connected to the TV! Wait, wait! (laughs) Support! (laughs) Wait, what is (laughs) it? Isn't it connecting? (laughs) What does connecting to TV mean? (laughs) Where do you see that? Um, on the handheld when you look at the Switch dock.
0: (laughs) No, it's support connecting to TV. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's not even close to a C. That's totally an R. <laughs> That's what I mean. Dude, I'm telling you. These are all just Chinese <laughs> knockoffs. I'm looking at the phone. The phone looks legit.
1: I mean, the hold phone's up. a knockoff. Oh, hold uh, up. It's not a. You know, it's a USB C, right? They call it a Type C. Yeah. yeah. USB Type C. Dual wear cam. Dual, hold up. Dual rear cameras? Yeah. 18 to 9 display? Yeah. Does it say a 40, hold up. Does it say a 64 gigabyte ROM?
0: H-Tom, where are you looking
1: at? I'm just looking at the phone pictures.
0: Type C. Where are you seeing that? Um, the sideways phone picture. New design, new look?
1: Mm. Uh, Mmm... Octa-core power four processor goes with four gigabytes of RAM.
0: I'm not seeing that photo. Oh, there it is. Octa-core, so that's a Snapdragon Octa-core. Maybe.
1: (laughs) I don't think you could legally call it that.
0: Powered by the MTK67 or 6750 <laughs> OctaCore processor at up to 1.5 gigahertz HDC. You start. can ship
1: it from the United States even, that's an option. And you can buy it with Google Pay. It
0: supports 4 gig RAM and 64 gig ROM.
2: <laughs> that's what I mean. What does that mean?
0: If you need. Is. Well. <laughs> d- is that. So I mean, it's supposed to be an SD card.
1: I'm glad it's supposed to be.
0: The question is, is that an actual term for... No! I don't think it is.
1: <laughs> it's either. <laughs> On the tablet, it goes processor main frequency. Quad core.
0: Dude, I'm telling you, this...
1: <laughs>
0: He's got... <laughs> <laughs> a knockoff. I don't. I don't even know what you would call the game console.
1: wait, didn't even look at the watches. The soldier watch. It's only twenty it's, it's bucks. Twenty
0: bucks. That actually might be worth it.
1: <laughs> Movement type electronic. <laughs>
0: so the soldier game handheld is just a knockoff like 2D S basically.
1: Wait, wait, I have a question. What does the word passometer mean? Hold on. <laughs> Look at the watch. Tell me what a pasometer. is.
0: Are you looking at photos or
1: No look at the description? Like it does the bullet points?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What is a pasometer? Where's that? Function. Pasometer,
0: sleep tracker, <laughs> Is that supposed to be a pedometer? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Bluetooth, yes
1: camera yes Clock. remote control yes. hold what? up is there a remote control for your garage what do you mean a remote control
0: language. hold up hold up i think we know where this is
1: made Russian? language russian is the first one hold up you missed my favorite point of this Are you ready for this one screen shape square <laughs> Okay, scroll down. Can you tell me what stopwatch we moch cam- camera is? Stop stopwatch camera.
0: <laughs> you okay, do you want to know my honest opinion on what I think these are? What? I think these are Alibaba listings. I think so. And it's Google Translated.
1: If we're lucky.
2: No,
0: this is totally Google Translate fucking up.
1: Wait, wait. Size. Size is no box or with retail box. Hold on. Look at the headphones. The pods, which are supposed to be, I guess, AirPods. Okay. Color. B, F, D, A, E, or C. Black? I don't even know what the rest are! Start. Control button. Yes! Function. For a video game. Common headphone. For a mobile phone. For iPod. Hi fi headphone. Sport.
0: Yes. <laughs>
2: this. Yeah, this is, just... this is great.
1: <laughs> I'm glad we mentioned this
0: It's ten dollars to buy these knockoff airpods
1: I w- If they work, that it's not bad <laughs> Oh, should we <laughs> Buy the console? Yes
0: <laughs> No, I'm just thinking of this is the perfect thing I don't know what the shipping time would be, but when you're By you. hanging out with me Oh, ordering these and having them delivered.
1: And we open them and try them.
0: And do an unboxing
1: and just marvel <laughs> in them. I um, want to play the games. Why would you plug the console on your TV? Your TV just fries.
0: Oh, well, it's, it's USB powered, so it's obviously not that intensive.
1: Did you read the description of soldierwatch.com? The Soulja Watch is here. Created by American Rapper, oh, yeah. Record Producer, Actor, and Entrepreneur, Soulja, period, boy, tell him.
0: That's how he stylizes his
1: name, though? Actually, yeah. I thought that was them being bad Google Translate. No.
0: No, what's bad is, created by American Rapper, comma, Record Producer, comma, Actor, comma, Ampersand, Entrepreneur. <laughs>
1: The song selling this as his watch brand if you google it
0: oh dude brand name <laughs> soldier pods by <laughs> like i said these are totally just alibaba
1: soldier boy is only 28 yeah, yeah. which means when his song popped he was like 18 yeah,
0: yeah. he was wow. 17 or 18 when it came out yeah
1: he's from chicago Barely. <laughs> he's born here it counts Aw, so right now his Wikipedia only goes 2011 to present, we need to separate this to 2018 onwards, the Sojo watch period.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I looked at the Sojo headphones wireless Bluetooth. Okay. (laughs) $38.26, color, black, black red, red, white, those are (laughs) the color options. That's pretty standard. What is... Ships from China or Russian Federation.
2: What the
1: fuck? Oh, dear Lord. Should we end this? Yes. We well, would like to thank you guys for joining us for this lovely end. Remember, uh, you could send... Dude, these are awesome.
0: <laughs> These headphones have a spot so
1: you can put, like, a micro SD card in them so you don't have to carry your phone around. Remember, you can, um, mail any of this stuff to... AJ, what's your address again? Uh,
0: we need to set up
1: a P.O. box. We'll get you a P.O. box for this. Um, but yeah, thanks for joining us, guys. Remember to review us, subscribe, all that podcast nonsense. You can find me on Twitter at Mikey underscore Maroney. You can find AJ at Low Yes.
0: (laughs) <laughs> I like how he's got two sections for quick links on the bottom.
1: It's beautiful. AJ, you want to say bye to everyone?
0: We're going to look up the product watch.
1: First soldier watch. Well, yeah, I'm going to hang up on you. Not you, AJ, but I'm going to hang up on the recording. Bye bye now, people. Bye, everyone.
0: Also, one quick thing to note we forgot to talk about in the episode. The next episode won't be a movie club, but it'll be more of like a game of the year slash movie of the year, Uh, end of the year wrap up show. And that should be, uh, if not before the end of the year, shortly after the start of the new year. So uh, keep a lookout for that. And yeah, see you guys in the next episode, goodbye.